Blog Talk Radio. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to 
man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any soul off. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular schedule program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, family. Peace, peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is Know the Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed. This is your host, Brother Blue Pill. Very soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red. Will be with us shortly. I right. shout out to everyone who has joined us on this evening for this phenomenal episode. The chat room will be open momentarily. There you go. It's open. All right, welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. All right, family, take this time out. If you are near your social media, you might want to retweet the flyer, share it on your FB. All right, you might want to repost it on the gram. Let the family know that you're in the building here rocking with the best KTL Radio Black Magic Matters featuring... Brother Oba, okay? So we're going to have a dynamic, dynamic show tonight. A lot of people have been awaiting the brother's return. We were supposed to do a show with him around Halloween, and the brother had to uh, reschedule due to some last-minute work because in the work of a priest, you can never really have a necessary, quote-unquote, regimented schedule when duty calls you have to appear you have to show up you know what i'm saying time waits for no man so things are always taking place so we definitely want to get tonight's show underway because this is a very eventful evening you know there's a lot going on cosmically at this particular time new york is bracing an impending uh, winter Colossus on the magnitude of what they're calling a snow apocalypse. You know what I'm saying? They're talking uh, like a um, a sandy version snowstorm, 36 inches expected, things of that nature. So all of this taking place under the alignment of five planets in the skies at this time. You feel me? So, uh, impending with a, a new moon, a full moon, should I say, about to station itself tomorrow. Definitely, definitely a lot taking place. Tomorrow was the scheduled memorial for Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, our ancestor. So, 
it's fitting that we would be here tonight on the program with Brother Oba talking about the majesty of not only our ancestry, but also of our relationship to nature and all natural forces that we can find in the elemental worlds. This is exactly what we're dealing with at this particular time with this impending snowstorm. These are just the elements of water and wind, you know, air and water. So we got mercury up there, right? We're coming up on the last week of the retrograde. We got Venus up there on his Venus day on Friday, color green, metal copper, coinciding with uh, the Islamic holy day of Friday, dealing with that five-pointed star. We got Mars, all right, planet of war. Okay, we got Jupiter, planet that represents abundance, quote-unquote luck. And then, of course, we have the Father, sits on the throne, Saturn, okay, or who many might relate to as Set, Capricorn the Goat, all right, so that will be visible um, before dawn, a little bit before dawn from about the 20th of January to February 20th, all right. And um, we had something similar in the sky about 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying, around December, about 10 years ago. So if you could think back that far, 2004, the end of 2004, going into the beginning of January 2005, you know, if you could trace that time and remember that energy, then you could probably get an idea, but... You know, they say that there's nothing new under the sun, but every second represents possibility for new things, the morning of new things, the dawning of new things. So this is a new day. This is a new sky. This is a new configuration. And um, we'll see what it brings forth, especially as it relates to this impending weather. Let's see. See my coast is in the building yet. Brother Red. Let me do this. And definitely shout out to uh Mama Pill, KT the Arts degree. Mama Pill definitely says you're gonna tune in this evening for the family that may have a. Uh, been here for the past few weeks, and they heard about the bus trip that was going out to see Francis Crest Wilson this weekend. That has also been postponed. The lecture that we had scheduled in Virginia this weekend, that has been postponed, all of this, due to this weather condition. So let me do this. Let me go and open up the line for our brother King Simon so he can let you know about the rescheduling of the memorial for Dr. Francis Crest Wilson. Brother, for the three four seven four nine six three four seven, call a brother. Peace. 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 Pe
Peace, Hotep, Hotep, Shalom, Assalamu alaikum, all that. How you doing? All that. All is well yourself. I'm wonderful, brother. Just getting ready for, around my house for the weather. You know how we do. You know, ready for yeah, anything, yeah. not it's, on. It's, it's, it's necessary to buckle down. Um, you have been at the forefront of readiness and preparation. You know what I'm saying? The way that they beat the drum when situations like this come to town, you know, it reminds the family that readiness and preparation is always or should always be on the frontal lobe of the mind because, you know, when it comes down to emergency, people start getting fearful. They don't know what to do. Everyone starts questioning it. At that point, I know your phone will be blowing up around these times. Either the phone, the email, or our website with Aton's website. That's more more yeah. more like it. Yeah, they it always blows and, uh, up. I saw a uh, a video with Aton on Facebook where he was informing the family that he was about to put out a directive speaking about Flint, Michigan, and the water situation out there. Yes. All right, we're dealing with all of this water in January. This has been a very mm-hmm. eventful month, my brother. You know, I don't know how people are with their juggling of what is the new year and what's not, but shit, the month of January speaks for itself. This will go down in the record books. And you, you know, you every know other day. Huh? You no, know, go ahead. I'm sorry. Every other day what? Every other day I'm getting phone calls about people either checking out or falling into a state where they're slipping and they're not coming back from, you know, there's a lot of loss. There's a lot of opening of gates and people departing out of the gates at this time. So as yeah. a result, when I see something of this magnitude coming down the pike, right, and already passing through certain of those southern states and it has such a rage with it, you know, I'm left to wonder, you know what I'm saying? Like, are we looking at the whirlwinds? Because, you know, they want to say that it's, uh, you know, Trump and... um. <laughs> What you call it? What is it called? Yeah, it's they're they're blowing the trumpets and they're playing and they're playing the harp. Exactly. They're blowing yeah. the trumps and they're playing the harp. <laughs> but um, you know, what do you say about this particular chain of events in the beginning of this month? And what have you heard? Because you're on you're on the street. You know what I'm saying? You got ten toes on the ground. So what are you hearing All the time. There? Every day, man. But you know, first I wanted just to say that um, um, if people want to find out more about the memorial that has been rescheduled for March the 19th um, in in Washington D.C., you can go to my website, KingSimonProductions.wordpress.com. I just posted it on my website, KingSimonProductions.wordpress.com. Or if you're on Facebook, go to the memorial of uh, Dr. Francis Dr. Francis Memorial. On Facebook, it's also on on my on my Facebook at King Simon, uh, at my Facebook also, you know, Red, like you like you like you just finished saying earlier, and you you were running it down yourself. So everything is aligned right now, you know. So yes, and then of course, yes, of course we're in that, of course we're in this number nine energy of this year too. It's all all lined up, man, all lined up nicely, and I try to tell our people. The melanated nine ether people don't worry about a thing. <laughs> don't worry about a thing. Just Can I ask you a question? Me. Yes, sir. Garvey said, "Look for me in the whirlwind." Mm. 
and we're in the winter months, would the world would the whirlwind be interpreted as rain, wind, or snow? It would be it would be the wind, of course. But in the winter months, obeying the laws of nature, the nature rule, what would it come as? Rain, snow. It would rain come or as snow. It would, it would come. It would oh, when they were coming, all of them. All of them. All of them. They were coming. All of them. They were coming. All mixed. And plus, oh. remember now, Gavi's a Leo, and we're now just hitting into Aquarius, which is the opposition to Leo right now. <laughs> so, the snowstorm. They said the biggest snowstorm, a snowpocalypse, is what they try to call it, right? Uh-huh. But what they pick up on the radar is an enormous. Uh, size of snow, right, or whirlwind coming from the coast of where? Say it again, sir. I said, where is it originating from? Where did it originate from? Where is it coming from? Well, it all, it, you know, all this stuff comes from out, out of the motherland, brother. Come on. Okay. Man. Come on. All right. And then it's passing through the south. They're getting snow, and they never got it before. Mm. And where they said that this storm is going to touch down? What state specifically that they kept bringing up? That I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get to hear a lot of that. Please. They're talking about D.C. They keep DC. bringing well, up D.C. Yeah. Out of all it places, gonna, it's going to snow hit the in New York. Yeah, it's but it's landfalling. Yeah, it's hit the district Whose hard. memorial service was this weekend? Was what we did. D.C. That's right. That's whose right. memorial service? Whose spirit? The mother. Whose spirit? The Dr. mother. The mother And she is born on March 18th. She's a number nine. Mm. She bringing the fire, brother. She bringing the You head. already know what it is. So <laughs> once again, we find ourselves in a peculiar place where we've been distracted from what? They told you to watch nature. Nobody's really watching nature. You know right. what I mean? Right, Not the right, way right. that they're supposed right. to. You're, look, I'm in New York City look, with look. my coat off today. No, not today. The other day. It was colder day. <laughs> but up until today, right, right, think about it. Let's just think about logically. They said that a humongous weather, a humongous snowstorm is going to blanket us. It's going to finally come. It's here while you're enjoying the warmest winter ever known to man. Right. On right. record while they were recording. You're in you're in a winter you're in a place where winters are harsh and brutal in December. And we're in January. The winters in December are what they're saying is coming right now. Actually. Right. Like throughout and all of our of lives, people, the majority of our look, years. Instead of people spiritually looking for or towards the Leo, they are physically looking at the Leos here, especially in this community, as they're embroiled in, in firestorms. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. So, and I want to I wanna give a shout-out, yes, to Brother Umar, who uh, yes, we had the honor of being in the presence of me and Brother King Simons and a few hundred other enthusiastic melanated souls this past Wednesday in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. You know what I mean? The brother brought the fire. <laughs> Who more get his credit? He be on the devil's head, pause. But 
he brings fire. Like he's, you know, the brother has empirical proof, man, and he spits it with conviction in a way that is resonating with a, a population and a portion of the people who other people are not reaching. Not by, not because their message doesn't warrant. It's just that they're not penetrating into the corridors that he is right now and pulling the fiber of folk out to hear this message that are really getting turned on. You know what I'm saying? Like their lights is going on and they're bringing eight peoples in this collective, right? King Simon, you get to see this thing done over and over again. Yes, you know what I mean? With, 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 with the new energy. Fully yeah, mm-hmm. fully manifesting. So, you know, that brother gave me his word, family, that he will be on KCL Radio next week. And, you know, I'm going to put that in the open and I'm going to leave it at that. But he said yeah. he'll be here, so we're going to go with that. You know what I mean? We will, I'll be honored to have the brother return to the platform. There's a lot to talk about. And, um, you know, I want to put a lot of things in perspective that I think that, you know, with a mind such as his, he can appreciate and give a level of credit to because this is a brother that is, is inside of the matrix, you know, going with the theme of the blue pill or the spook who sat, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the brother is culling a level of information from his firsthand accounts that you ain't going to be able to read in the book and say, this is how it's going on. No, this is going on right now. They are writing the book right now. You know what I'm saying? We need on-time interpretation. We don't need five, 3,000, 10,000-year-old uh, misinterpretation or transliteration and all of that. That shit is a distraction. They're going, their, their warfare is lethal right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and no their way. reasoning mm-hmm. for it, like, hey, look, we're doing A, B, and C because of X, Y, and Z. And then you want people to remove that off the table and, and play the Sankofa bird and only look backwards? It's like, nah, you got to be thankful for somebody like Umar to telling these women how they getting at their babies in this motherfucking mm-hmm. public food system, lining them up. Like, he dropped some information on Wednesday that I didn't know. That's right. You know, in terms of how they're allocating teacher positions to, uh, I think it's called Team America or something like that. Yeah. It's a program where they're bringing in, um, yeah. Yeah. They're they're overlooking. He he, he was killing it, brother, with a lot of information. I was so busy helping them to get the people in. That's why I I didn't get to hear a lot of it. I'm just going to buy the DVD next week. But I had to uh, to get that DVD. Yeah, I, I, got, I got there from early and uh, set up shop to help to either do security. I told him, look, you need security or whatever, I'm here. Let's do what yeah, we got to do. That, 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 is, that, is, that is our elder spot, man, ultimate spot. Yeah. We got even doing it for years. That, that was teamwork making the dream work. I want to salute you. I want to salute yes, all of the security on detail that night. The sister that was, you know, fundraising for the venue, the thing that did hurt me, and it hurt me, Yeah. is... We were honored enough to have him in our presence. We were honored enough to be, you know, enlightened with that information. But people weren't doing the honorable thing and making a donation to the venue and to our brother when he finished. And I'm like, you got here for free. And you got priceless information from somebody on the inside giving you info that you cannot get anywhere. If you're going to get it somewhere else, that shit is going to be through 
somebody that whistle blew on the industry and you're going to get bits and pieces through media. They're not coming to your backyard and telling you what the business is and how you right. can actually get up out of that situation, man. That's stuff that people should be getting paid thousands of dollars consultation fees for. And that leads to the larger question of, you know, a lot of other things that are going on in this community because there's no value. There's no value systems. Yes, sir. You know, right. what 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 are we value, valuing if we're not willing to take care of those who are doing the work? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I'm saying take care of, I don't mean babysitting, things of that nature. I'm saying being honorable and paying for that service. You know what I'm saying? And making sure that person who has made an offering has a reciprocation in terms of an exchange. Uh-huh. He, you know, he got major merch, but his merch line was crazy. So a lot of yeah. them might have been holding that brand to spit with him. <laughs> they had yeah. the book yeah. hoodies, <laughs> CDs. You know, yeah. he got he got he got pins. He, you got, know he branded now. He already branded he now. Branded, he branded, yeah. <laughs> Silly. He branded now. <laughs> he branded. You know what I'm saying? But um, he I, 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 I I trust Umar. You know what I mean? I don't know him. In his personal life, you know, we know him personally, but I don't know his personal life. You know what I'm saying? I'm not 100% sure. I haven't seen all the accusations levied against the brother. But I know that what he does in regards to turning on the lights, giving information, and showing you the spirit of being resilient and not caving in the face of your enemy, that brother's priceless. You know what I'm saying? No, he, he's going to succeed in what he does. That's just his energy. And um, no matter what, what, what machinations might come up against him, no weapon forged against us will prosper. All of us, because it's really all of us. It's not just him that they're going after. Yes. They're going after y'all. They're coming after me. They're coming after Polite. They're coming after Melanin Sue Tech. They're coming after everyone that talks and speaks up. Oh, yeah. They're coming after everybody. Evil. Everybody, and we got we yeah. can't we can't we got to remember don't don't put them out there. It's all of us or none of us. Real talk, all mm-hmm. of us or none of us. You know we like to put them out there. I know they got a research team against them. They attacking polite. I heard they attacked y'all. They attacking me. Look, at the end of the day, when the dust falls and hit the ground, the last men and women standing are the ones that's supposed to be standing. Bottom That's how up. I see it. That's it's how always I see been it. like that. Always been like that. Thank you very much. Always been like that. That's how we got here. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? No, I'm just saying. That's how we <laughs> shit. How you think we got here? That's right. You know what I mean? It's been a it's been a long ten years. Nobody, there's nobody on this planet that walked this this walk. You know what I mean? I'm, and I'm talking about making hit. I'm talking about making global history in ten years. That's right. my tenure. That's Blue's right. tenure. Right. Jake Simon, and let's that's not even tenure. talk about, yeah, what we had to pass through prior to that to get here. We don't walk through land, land minefields that the generals and the giants didn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Do you know who and didn't make it? we were able to it? walk out of that world to right. create a do new you, one. Yeah, do you know who so, punched out? Niggas tapping out? You know yeah. how many tapped out? Huh? Right. You know how many abandoned the post, my nigga? That's right. 
Come on, B. <laughs> like, they forget right. I'm 40. I'm not, don't ever I'm, one day I'm not 20. Life. Yeah, don't, don't, what, what, the, what the people need to know is, don't ever one day in your life think that managing a regular life, because keep in mind, it's a regular life still. People still got to wake up and eat. They still, we, we go to sleep. We still, you know what I mean? We still got private lives. We still managing family. We still raising children. You know what I mean? But don't ever think we don't delegate our affairs. Everything is not done in front of the camera. Don't right. ever think that we don't learn through experiences and all of us are growing and all of us are learning. And we all we all in a school of, of, of uh, knowledge and thought. Everybody's Everybody's here. That's right. And the right. world gets the opportunity to see the maturation, to see the growth and development, to see the victories, to see the motherfucking failures, to see the trials and the tribulations, you know what I mean, of people right. who are giants in these days and times, intellectual giants, spiritual giants, creation giants, historian giants. I'm talking about uh, uh, the Phil Valentines, the Dr. Sabies, the Mama right. Pills, the Professor Smalls, the Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, the Umar Johnsons, the Sidenetics, the Brother Polite, you know what I'm saying? The uh, Natural Tahooties, okay? Yes. The Brother Riches, the Babas, all of the right. Babas, the Baba Heyru, the Baba TV, you know what I'm saying? Queen of Fools, you know, the, the Queen of Fools. And, and this is the Dr. Africa. This is all, this is a team. This is front line. Okay. This is a family. This is a movement. All right. right. They don't want to see you win. Okay. They don't want to see you win. People are not comfortable with the fact that their names are not mentioned in these pantheons. But there's work that has to be done. You will never. Ever, if I told you the things that we had to go through to get here, you would never believe me. If I told you the shit that we have to endure because we remain humble, you would never believe me. Right. The reason right. why you would never believe me is because the other day when I was out of character for one minute, all I yep. did was take my hat off. For one minute, that shit caused reverberations around the world. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, what happened with him? What's going on with the pill? He's so humble. That's how humble I've been over 10 years. And you have no idea what I've been through. So I don't listen. Yo, that shit is fuel, my G. All of that is just fuel. We are packing them in tightly. I'm going to light the ignition and it's over. Like, none of that, is, that, none of that shit means anything. Right. <laughs> and I'm my own man. And, my, and I'm my own man. I go through my own test. By, I was born... With a, another man, Pause. my brother, my twin, one egg split into two. The, right. same, the same spirit, though, the Abeji, the Heiru twins, okay? You should be fucking honored. Like, and let's talk, we, I don't even want to get it. I'll let Oba talk, tell you who the twins are and the power of the twins and what the twins mean, what the pillars mean. I, I stood my pole, we did our job. 600 shows. You got introduced to the pantheon of the gods and the goddesses, unadulterated, flowing through the pillars. Then we gave you the arch degree. Then we brought in our set on the throne. Are you serious? I'm <laughs> demonstrating this shit. We're not, 
pontificating or trying to get it. I ain't got to read no book. It's the difference between studying God and and writing the book and you just Godding. Godding is a verb. It's a verb. It's some shit that you do. do. Check my track record. The the, the problem is people get introduced to you two and a half hours into the movie. You niggas got introduced two and a half hours into the movie. You had to see the beginning of the movie. You don't even know the whole goddamn movie. You niggas think I'm a reporter. I'm Peter Parker. Okay? I'm fucking Clark Kent. All right? Sonetta is the the um guy at the Daily Bugle. All right? <laughs> I'm in disguise <laughs> out here, my G. Like, I'm fucking in disguise. I'm in the back of the lecture um, disguised as a vendor. Stop playing with me. But the work that I do when I'm on my superhero, when I'm when I go into my in, in my bag, come on, B. When me and Blue come together and we put the music out, we do what we do. Come on, are you serious? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Like, all of God, and I, I gotta turn down that shit. So yeah, let's let's keep going. Yes. <laughs> that was good, brother. my brother, King Simon. We appreciate you. You know, you all, you all know the, the top of that list, you know what I'm saying, for the role that you have played to show it's about synergism, you know what I'm saying, it's about the bridge and, and, and the connection because you bridged and you connected, you know, a, a, a world that is tall as skyscrapers now, if only they knew. That's right. That's right. You know, let me tell you, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just humbled to be a part of the list, so. That's it. Yeah, you know, I, I maintain this humility, man. I, I, I'm just humbled to be a part of the list. Telling you right now. That's it. You know, and I, I, I want to tell all your audience, every one of y'all out there are a part of the list. That 144,000. Yes. 144,000. Yes. <laughs> 144,000. Yeah. I want to say, I want to be. I want to say, I want to be. I want to say, I want to be. I want to say, I want to be in that number. We are That's the right. saints, saviors, soldiers, scholars, healers, and killers. Don't negate that killer. A, family, remember, it's about King Simon. Is that he's the one he brought the he brings the people to us. He's the one that's going out and getting and grabbing all of your hands to let you know that it's we're all one. The more the more of us that they are, the stronger that we are. So King Simon right. is an asset he's, that you yeah you can't. He'll be the John to, Baptist, the Fisher of Men. He'll be the John Baptist. You know, and they saying that you brought you brought the Neo. He <laughs> <laughs> brought the meal. He brought the one. So yeah, we, we everybody the plays house, their man. part in, in in this movie. It's a beautiful movie. Yet and still, you know. But even like when the great mother. movies get made, you hear about all the complications behind the scenes and people bumping heads and everything. But what's, what ends up being on the screen is, you know, Academy worthy and not that Oscar shit either. So. We salute you, my brother. All right, but we definitely need to get into this program tonight. Our yeah. guest is in the building. Thank you, brother. And, um, thank you again. Indeed. Thank salute. you. Indeed. Thank you. Peace. Peace. All right, family, let me read this description, and then we can get directly into tonight's transmission. Hashtag Black Magic Matters. 
featuring Brother Obar. What happens when the people under attack are at a loss as to how to defend themselves? When a computer's firewall no longer works and the computer is being ravaged by viruses, you need to install a security system. When the immune system is compromised, the body has built-in emergency system to defend itself, and it can utilize external support to boost its efforts. When a populace of people are being attacked in every way imaginable, would it be wise to call upon their ancestors and all deities to intercede? Tonight, Brother Obar makes the case for Black Magic Matters family. All right? And with no further ado, we want to present to you caller from the 718-219. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to KTF. Peace, peace. Can you hear me? Loud Absolutely. Peace to the God. Yeah, what's going on to the people? What's going on, KCL? You know what I mean? We in the building. I want to lick a shout out for my for my baby brother, brother Chris. I got to lick a shout out for him. Lick a shout out. Right? Already. That's my, that's my baby brother spiritually, but my big brother, you know what I mean, in the, on the world. I, think, I got to yeah. look a shot for my brother A.A. Rashid in the Nuns here. Oh, you already know. On the West Coast. You already know. I got to look a shot for him. He got to get his own clip, yeah. Real talk, I got to look a shot for the brother Baz, who he was the first one to let me sit down on his, you know what I'm saying, at his podium and speak, you know what I mean? I like you, I got to look a shot for the brother Baz, you feel me? I got to look a oh, shot indeed. for the brother Simon, because he be doing plenty of work, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Brother uh, Ambassador Saul, all the brothers that, you know what I'm saying, that I built with in the beginning to, you know what I'm saying, to even get to this point where people are even uh, interested yeah. in what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Already. Um, but I'm going to keep it hood tonight. We're going to keep it real hood tonight. You know what I'm saying? Because this is black magic. Yeah, let's put out a KTL advisor. Yeah, KTL then you yeah, alert. Yeah, we about to catch some bodies tonight. Yeah, yeah. Put the so, the kids in sleep. You know what I'm saying? Room, young Unless you be ready for them, you know what I'm saying, to be on some RBG. You know what I'm saying? Let them get this message, this frequency. You know, like, yo, for real, for real, shit is critical right now for the black man. Critical. You know what I'm saying? How about it? Talk <laughs> real about critical. Talk about like, it. Um, you know, all this shit happening to, to Bill Cosby and all that, that shit is all relevant. You know what I mean? Um, and motherfuckers better pay attention because your favorite whoever, actor, rapper, uh, athlete, know that the niggas will throw him up in the air and pin him to a cross at any given moment. So don't get it in your mind that you can get this little bit of money and that shit going to change your status. That's just not going to happen. You feel right. me? If you don't got a nation with behind you, and you don't got a creed behind you, and, and, and some industry and some manufacturing, they, they ain't fucking with you like that. You know what I mean? And so the problem with black America is that black America does not address its vice. It does not control nor organize its vice world. And so... Like every other culture that comes to this country, 
they all have a, a, a vice squad. They got some group of motherfuckers doing some illegal shit that at the end of the day is for the betterment of the people, of the ethnic group, right? Um, you can't deny that people are going to be stressed and they're going to reach out for some type of narcotic. You'll be a fucking idiot to think that you're going to eradicate people's need for a substance that's already built inside their brain. Let's be clear about that. All the endorphins that you got for nicotine, coffee, uh, uh, marijuana, cocaine, heroin, all of that shit was already in your brain. It was already in the brain. That shit already got the receptors there. That shit already in your brain. Your brain already know what it tastes like. Feel me? So don't get it twisted and think that you just going to be you know, we're going to have a utopian world and motherfuckers ain't going to be on drugs and ain't nobody going to not take care of their kids. That shit is necessary because that is the anti-matter to the matter. It got to be a balance. You feel me? My um, Yo, <laughs> listen to me, man. You know, I'll be talking some Congo shit because that shit is the the, the, the cradle of, of civilization. I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. I don't have the time nor the fucking... Uh, the, the resources to go and research that. I'll leave that to the bookworms. You feel me? But don't yeah. get it twisted. I ain't no fucking concrete and tar nigga. I've been well educated. So for anybody out there that want to necessarily query about where I come from, let's get this real clear. I come from a pan-Africanist family. Not some on the weekend shit or the, at, at the African Street Festival 24-7. You feel me? My uncle yeah. went to Hulasasa my grandmother was on the on the on the council of elders at Hurusasa. The council of elders of Dance Africa. She was the grand marshal for the um, um, African Street Festival. I've been doing this. Don't get it fucked up. So when niggas be running up on me with the yo brother, did you know the black man invented? Look, man, have a seat with that shit. Like <laughs> you ain't fucking with somebody that just woke up. I've been and, aware. Yeah, and you and Italo was one on one. And that's, you know what I mean? That's Sam, and I already know what information he was dealing with, with Basea and everybody that was surrounding y'all. So your foundation is solid. Well, like, and, you know, you got to understand that his, his mom's was my original godparent, okay? Yeah. Because my, my family and his family are closely related because they go back to the Hurusasa days, to the East days, okay? So... When black Americans finally get the opportunity to get a hold of these traditions, my family is right there in the forefront, along with Italo's family. So I grew up in his house. You understand? So anybody that Basia was coming through with, I seen them. You feel mm-hmm. me? When they was doing that whole first world shit, my grandmother was going up there. Like, these people, I took them for granted. Like, Oh, John Henry Clark, oh, that's the dude that you took me up there and I was seeing him and he was talking for seven hours and I was falling asleep. Yeah, that's the same guy. Oh, okay. You feel me? And so my family has been immersed in all of this. So with that being said, at the other part, I'm a nigga. And y'all, if you hear me talk, anybody that go in the archives, I stay talking the same shit. Anybody that feels any way about it, we can discuss it. I don't care. I'm a nigga. I come from the projects, okay? My moms grew up in the projects. My pops is from Fort Greene before there was a project. Let's talk about it. My pops was born in 1939, so I ain't going mm-hmm. to have some Donnie Come Lately niggas. You feel me? 
he, my pops is a, is not a baby boomer. So you're talking about another generation that that's what instilled in me. So I got that nigga shit in me. You feel me? Which is some real African Congo shit. Let's get it. Let's get it real clear. Okay. So when you're talking about Black America, the fact that we don't control the vice that happens in our community means that we don't benefit from it. Okay. And so. There's nobody to make sure that there's money to open up a black business where I ain't got to go ask motherfucking PNC or Bank of America for nothing. You feel me? I shouldn't yeah. have to worry about filling out their fucking application. Fuck them motherfuckers. That's their money. Let me get my money. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So the whole thing about the, the, the underworld, it being separated from the church, that's a problem because every other culture... The underworld is greatly intertwined with the church, Thanks. whether it be the Italians, whether it be the the the, uh, the Irish mob, the Jewish mob, the Chinese mob. Everybody got their little spiritual people that they get to do their little sacrifice for to make sure that their people is good. You feel me? And Hold those on. cats are the ones that get absolved. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Because they got somebody praying for them. Like yeah, son had to you know he had to. Put a, put a couple of people in the in the bathtub, but he's a good dude, and we gonna pray for him. You feel me? And so the next information, huh? I want to add on to that real quick, because I would say this: I would say that there are African religions with people in the underworld who are working intricately with the churches, and you can see the results of that. Remember, you got your oh. Afro Latin, and you got your Absolutely. Afro, you got your Afro Caribbean. And your Afro-Latin, your Afro-Latin will be black Cubans, cartels, you know what I mean? Underworld, like putting in that work. They got their well, spiritual system intricately tied, right? You well, got you Mexico. got to that the Santeria, the whole thing with Santeria, I mean the cut your wisdom. Lord, Not at all. Indeed. The thing with Santeria is in the early 80s, and yeah. when the Mario Lito boat lift came over, when the Cubans mm-hmm. that they let out of, out of prison came mm-hmm. here, the Cubans that they let out, they were gangsters, right? Yeah. And these gangsters all came from black neighborhoods where they all practiced these traditions. So they have a secret society in Cuba that they call the Abacua, right? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. based off an ethnic group of people from out of South like like southern west Nigeria, like in Cameroon, Gabon area, it's the Efik and the Fo people, right? Mm-hmm. So the Abakwa, the culture survived in this secret society that they call Abakwa, where it's all men. That like in order to be in this shit, you have to be vouched. Like you can't, it can't be no funniness on your record. Like if one girl touch kissed you on the backside, you might not get in. You feel me? Yeah. So. They're real serious about that. Now, it's an intense form of Apollo in the sense that it's the same thing as Apollo in terms of similarities and, and the, uh, the the fraternity order, but it has its own folklore and its own... It comes from a different sp- part of space, okay? Now, these Albaqua motherfuckers put this thing together when they were slaves, so these are these are the cats that really had to keep it quiet. Like you know, they 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 trying to 
revolt and they got to, you know what I'm saying, they got a secret language that they speak. Now, the language that they speak in Cuba, today they still speak that in Africa, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the 80s, when the Marielitos came over, when you hear about the cocaine cowboys, they telling you about the, the Colombian side and the white boy side, but they didn't tell you about the Cuban side because ain't nothing the Cubans talking to nobody. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because all of the Cubans that was doing it, they didn't go to jail. You feel me? Because the Cuban ones was the ones that they had a, their own language that the FBI could tape all they wanted on their cell phone on their phones, but they couldn't understand what they was talking about because they didn't have nobody to translate it. Because anybody that's in the Abaqua would never give up their lodge for the police. You understand? So even mm-hmm. if the police had a Cuban nigga that was down with the shit, he gonna act like he don't understand that shit because that's he done took a blood oath that he ain't fitting. In. It's some real America shit. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, these cats till this day run the ports in Cuba. So all the illegal goods that come in, don't get it twisted. Like Cuba's fucked up, but niggas be having uh, DVD players and shit like that because they, everything is sold black market, and the black market is controlled by who? They have Bakwa boys. Feel me? Now, yeah. Cuba, from Cuba all the way to New Jersey, to Florida, to uh, Chicago, they run a tight racket. They people, Cubans, Cubans don't come here and be fucked up. Only Cuban you see in the street begging for change is a Cuban that was that just got high and drunk and didn't listen to nobody. True story. Feel me? I mean, I was with a pit bull. So, so you, you know, know. I see. Yeah, I've seen that whole Cuban connection thing. You know, Little Havana is real in Miami, son. Bro, you feel me? I'm trying to tell you, I was right there. I was with Pitt for, for like three years out there, so I've seen it all. You know what I mean? It's real. And and, and understand that them cats ain't speaking just in Spanish. They speaking the Creole that the average Spanish nigga, whether he be Dominican or not, he ain't going to know what the fuck they talking about. Facts. Because them niggas are speaking some shit that got some Congo shit, it got some Abaqua shit, it got some Lukumi shit, it got some... Some broken Spanish that's only understood in Cuba. So the average Puerto Rican or, 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 or Dominican wouldn't understand what they was talking about. Okay? So now these societies were bred in Cuba as a means to fight against the oppression of the, of the slave masters. Okay? Because this is the whole concept of, of unions and all of that shit. White boy ain't invent that shit. That shit comes from what they call the cofradias, the fraternities in Cuba, where they be like, yo, son, we ain't fucking doing nothing today, man. We're not cutting that cane. We're not picking none of that fucking tobacco, or it's going to be a problem. You could kill us, but who's going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And so these groups still maintain very strong-rooted uh, loyalties to this day so that it, this shit is essentially when you see the the, 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 the the Italians created that shit is made off of them fucking around with them Cubans trust what I'm telling you because the, the Italians had a, always had a thing about being in Cuba they love Cuba yeah you they love Cuba yep. so all of that commission shit and all of that shit that shit come from them fucking around with them Cuban motherfuckers with these secret societies over there, where these niggas take a blood oath, and you don't talk about what the fuck goes on in that room, because it ain't nobody else's business. 
Understand? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about people have names and identities and they belong to certain families and all kinds of stuff. Should get real intricate. Okay? Now, that exists in places like Haiti as well. Like when you hear about the, um, uh, what's his name? Papa Doc's. Um, Papa Doc, Baby Doc. Yeah, when you hear about their special army, they call them the Tonto Maku. Right? That's yep. a special police force. I mean, just to cut your head off and put you in the pot, homie. Play with them dudes. You know what I'm saying? Right? Um, mm-hmm. So you're talking about these little martial order groups that keep things in order. And we do not have that. Because black people live in a, in a, in a, under a spell. That's exactly what it is. It's a spell. Okay. Uh, what was it, KTR to me was talking about that with the Star Wars shit? That shit is for real, man. They, they put a spell on motherfuckers. They don't want the, the people walking around and shit that is very obvious to them. People don't ask the obvious questions. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I like, and, and, and I'm going to go, I'm going to give you an example. R. Kelly, right? Shit came out. Everybody was tripping like, oh, this nigga pissed on the little girl. Absolutely, he's got some problems, he's got some issues, no doubt. But nobody asked the question, who the fuck taught that little girl how to get pissed on? You feel me? Where'd she learn that shit from? Because that ain't some shit that you just wake up and let somebody piss on you. Like, that shit just don't happen. You feel me? Somebody piss on you, you might gag or some shit. Shorty was just taking that shit like a chat. Who did that to her? Who, who readied her to be like that for somebody like him to get a hold? You feel me? Mm. People don't ask that question because they're under a spell. They th- they looking at everything else, and the spell is real obvious when you look at the shit that happened in JFK. When you when you see them shit with the driver shoot the fucking dude, how is it that nobody saw that shit for forty years? You feel me? So niggas yeah. can't tell me magic don't exist. You know all the niggas, the bookworm niggas, they be like, oh, the magic. Well, I... nah, son. Tell me how you ain't see that for 40 years. That's a spell, homie. Niggas was like, yeah, you ain't going to see that. That's just the same spell that the dude do the three-car Monty downtown Brooklyn. When the nigga get fast with you with the car, you're like, where the fuck did the car go? Because the shit is right in front of your face, but he, the, he fucking with your mind. He's stretching your fucking realities that you can't you, see. Yeah, if you can't beat the three-car Monty man yet, how you think you taking on somebody else? They they can get you still. <laughs> right, blue. They they coming back on one two fifth every other day catching people left and right. If you can't catch them, what makes you think you gonna Yo, catch these people? They be roping people, and we be asking Rope. people like, you don't know this by now, and they like, nah, we could get it. They still trying their hand. yeah, because I'm not gonna play the numbers. Meditate on the <laughs> son. It's a spell. Yo, magic is real, man. If you understand the concept of somebody is fucking with your mind, they are sending signals. That's what the whole shit with the sigils and all of that shit. They're mm-hmm. sending a signal that's changing what your mind sees, and it opens up a portal for some other shit to come through. Okay? So when you're talking about black magic, you understand that, you know, because everybody be getting in the huff about it, like, oh, and they're doing black magic. Like, why is that so bad? I don't understand. 
if you got something good, you got something bad. There's always a balance, right? Yep. So duality. So in my tradition, when we do the Orisha stuff, when we do the stuff that deals with the local media, Orisha's traditional stuff, there ain't really too much room for no witchcraft on top of the Orisha because the Orisha are held at a, on a benevolent scale, right? Um, they are celestial. Now, when you deal with the Apollo stuff, the Apollo stuff deals with the terrestrial, right, with the material world. And so in the material world, you got to get up. It's a, it's a, it's a race. This shit is danger. You born, you know, you got, you come out the womb, you better get it together and get to running or something's going to eat your ass. You feel me? Now, that concept comes out of the fact that the, the Congolese, the people who invented the, the concepts and philosophies of what we call Paolo Mahembe today, they come out of a, a very vast rainforest in the Congo that they call the Endoki. And when they use that word Endoki, they're referring to something that is Harsh, um, dark, um, and and ravenous. Okay, so that the, the 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 rainforest is where they say everyone came out of, and in that rainforest, you, it is kill or be killed. You must survive. If you don't, something will come and eat you. And that's down to everything, down to the plants. This is like you know. When you get down to, you know, if they, if they got a Venus flytrap in, in South Carolina, don't think they don't got that shit someplace else in some huge rainforest and that shit eating and it's carnivorous. You know what I mean? Like, don't get it twisted. Like, so the plants, the insects, they're all trying to eat you. So you got to be on top of your shit. You got to show your teeth. This is why God gave certain animals teeth and blatant and, and different uh mechanisms to protect themselves. So he gave human beings the mechanism of witchcraft to protect. Now, if you're going to decide to deal with dark witchcraft, you understand that there's a cycle and everything runs in a, in, in, a, in a circle. So what you put out, it eventually comes back. So if you ain't paying attention, it's going to hit you in the head like a boomerang, right? So you want to be... Um, as righteous as possible in whatever it is that you're doing. So you ain't going to do nothing to somebody just on the strength that you just don't like them or you don't like the way they look. It has to be some type of a, a, a conflict where you and this person are not going to see eye to eye and the person, every they don't want anything good for you, right? And most times the witchcraft is, is performed in work scenarios where people work at because that's where it becomes very ravenous. It becomes competition. People are trying to save their jobs and they're trying to get you the fuck up out of there. And so a lot of the times people come to get witchcraft done is to get up in their job because somebody at their job is like, nah, I'm not going to promote this chick. Fuck her. I don't like the way she dressed or she be looking at the janitor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's to necessarily back that person's energy up so that this person can get uh, a clear path at whatever their destiny may, may necessarily have for them, right? That shit is a necessary thing for black people. You feel me? All that benevolent pie in the sky shit to get you shot down like these kids, like the police are shooting down our children every day because niggas ain't doing nothing. They do that shit because don't nobody say nothing and there's no repercussions. You feel me? 
And so we got to necessarily understand that we have to have a way to protect ourselves, okay? And the, 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 the nature, the natural environment provides us with those things. Understand that when you see those movies about those slave plantations and the white woman is sick, that's because the black women poison her ass. You feel me? Like, yo, if this bipolar chick don't get the hell out of here, we all going to get with <laughs> that. You feel me? Heck. So what do they do? They go out and they pick the certain herbs and they be feeding that shit to this bitch. To yep. Miss Ann, keel over. And now they laying up in the bed with Massa. And now she's talking in his ear. That's witchcraft. She's pillow talking to him like, yo, don't beat, don't beat my brother like that. He going to get it together. Feel me? So, the witchcraft is is very important. Now, uh, religiously, it is understood that witchcraft was created for women to combat against men. Now, the first witchcraft is in the kitchen. Know that, right? Me and the brother Rashid was talking about that. The whole concept of, you know. The apple and all that, right? So she Eve gives Adam the apple. Now, it's the concept of feeding you something. So if your girl is in the kitchen, if she's really about her business, she'll cook you the right meal to get your dick hard so she can get, make some babies. You dig what I'm saying? You feel me? Mm, thanks. Okay. So if she go in the, in the kitchen and she makes some peanut chicken, I don't give a fuck how tired you are. You're you going to get a motherfucking heart on and she's going to stroke you and there goes a set in Osiris, right? Okay. Right. So if she puts in the aphrodisiac in the food, it will be, it will mellow you out and it will necessarily get you to do her bidding. And so the first place of witchcraft is in the kitchen. That's why when the white boy show you the witch, she always got a cooking pot. Feel me? She's mm-hmm. always making a brew. Brew. Yeah. It's brew. Which is brew. Yeah. She got a whole bunch out. of herbs and spices in the little jars. That's the kitchen, homie. Thanks. Yeah. You feel me? Even in she our tradition. Yeah, man. Yo, when we do a ceremony. So when we do a ceremony, right? The the witchcraft happens when the women are in the kitchen and they're cutting up the the, the food for the Arishas. And they're chopping it up, they're plucking the chickens. You know what I mean? So people so people understand that we eat that shit that we kill. Not all the time. And there is some there does right. need to be some um some conversation on about how to change some of that. But um we eat in the in the large ceremonies, all of the animals that are sacrificed, we eat that. So that gotta be procured. They gotta be. They gotta be plucked. They dump it in the hot water. Pluck the feathers, skin it. You know what I mean? Cut the parts out. Take the entrails out. All of that. And so when the women are doing that, they're in the kitchen and they're cooking for the Arishas. What they say over that food is law. Okay. If one of them chicks got an attitude in that kitchen, that food gonna be terrible tomorrow. Okay. And the gods will come down and be like, yo, don't eat that shit. <laughs> that shit is fucked up. That shit got witchcraft in it. You understand? 
So let's we have to be very, very mindful we understand what the concept of this witchcraft shit is because your stomach digests everything and it sends it out into your body, which replenishes your, your, your soul. So you get what you eat. So in 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 um in uh, Paulo and in, in, in the Risha traditions, the stomach is where where people suffer a lot of witchcraft. Okay? So you look at all of the people in the world, in the United States, I should say, not in the world, in the United States, they all are overweight because the witchcraft is in their stomach. <laughs> you dig? So it's, um, it's real important that people understand what this witchcraft shit is about. It's about cooking up something, okay? It's about making the sacrifice. Um, again, Every time they tell you the story of the witch, she always feeding a nigga something. Hansel and Gretel, she got candy for these niggas. Come on, son, y'all want some candy, right? Yeah. To always feed you because the no witchcraft so apple. Yeah, it's always some food, son. It's always some food, and so we're being poisoned and 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 spells put on us through the fast food. You know what I'm saying? Through the, the uh what's that, carbon monoxide meat and uh everything, the drink through the Vietnamese the food. All that shit. Chinese food, but it was Vietnamese people cooking that shit. So shit. the Vietnamese food. <laughs> yeah, Vietnamese food is Saigon shit, right? And so all of that plays a major part into into black America. So now off topic for a moment. You understand that they take our culture, what is good for us, and they take it away from us. So the music, the art, the fashion, all that, but down even down to the food. If you go to a, if you go to, y'all know, if you go to the Flatbush, right? It'd be a hundred thousand beef patty shops, and all them shits thrive. How is that possible? Because them motherfuckers go in there and they buy the beef patties from their people, right? So when you go into a black American hood, how is it that there's more Chinese food um, places thriving than there are soul food joints? You feel me? And when there was more soul food joints, the community was a little bit more tight-knit. Don't you think? Yep. Right? tradition. Yep. Absolutely. So even when I'm talking about back in the days, even in my era, when they people had dinners, they would have fish fries and they would have dinners, like somebody in the building selling dinners. You feel me? And you would yep. eat that shit, or at, at, at minimal the church dinner. You know what I'm saying? Um. So it's important that the, that the people understand what this whole witchcraft thing is about. It's not just about killing chickens and all that. The shit is about. Uh, it's about some chemistry shit, okay? It's about chemistry. Um, and so that's why when they do witchcraft people, they need things uh, of personal items of people because that shit got your aura on it. And so what they do is they take that little piece of whatever it is that belongs to you and it has your aura on it, and then they duplicate a world, and they create static in that world, and they put your aura in there so that it will... The microcosm will affect the macrocosm. Okay? So. Mm, wow. So now, Pete Game, 
The white boy be on his motherfucking, on his magic and his juju. Okay, anybody that's out there listening, if they know anything, they haven't read any books about Paolo, my own bear, what all that. The 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 uh, sacred effigy is the Nganga, right? And it's a pot. And it has all of these different kinds of sticks in it from different trees and dirt and all these different things from nature and put inside there. Now, that pot is supposed to represent a world. It's supposed to be uh, an external world. It's an external you that you control and have uh, dominion over. And inside there, you're one of your spirits. Your spirits are supposed to live in there, right? It gives them a place to to settle so that they're not interfering with your day-to-day um, comings and goings. And so... There are certain things that are said so that the spirit comes out, and this is how the person ends up becoming possessed. Now, white boys told you this a long time ago in a movie called Beetlejuice. If you remember in Beetlejuice, the nigga was stuck in a model town. You go in the room on the table, it's a little town, which is a model of where they live, and that's where Beetlejuice is at. And you got to say the nigga name three times, and then he come out of that world into our world. It's the same concept. Okay? Now, they didn't cook that shit up out their imagination. That's not Tim Burton's fucking imagination. That's because this nigga was reading some shit about these motherfuckers in Cuba and in Haiti and in Africa that was doing this shit. Okay? Because that's the shit that they're trying to do. So, niggas got to understand that you... You gotta that they're giving you all all of these images of what they're capable of doing. Anybody that's still talking about uh you know magic is not real and I need this shit to be logical and mathematical, that's fine. You wanna be mathematical and all that. But understand that everything in my tradition has a scientific um explanation for it. And when I say explanation meaning that that Science doesn't explain it, and then that gets rid of the mystery. No, science has this problem, and then the state of my tradition has already solved the fucking problem and has given you an understanding of what it comes from, okay? So when you hear them talk about whatever that shit is, Lucy and the mitochondriacs and uh, DNA and all of that shit, they've been talking about that shit in the Orisha tradition forever because they tell you that Yemaya gave birth to everybody, okay? And... Yemaya is, is depicted as being a very pitch black woman. She gave birth to all the other Arishas. Because in the water, all the, the fucking, everything is in the water. So we knew that the water was here before everything, before they did. Before they got their little mechanisms to measure shit, we knew that already. So what happens is we we have the science already. It's just a matter of of uh, changing our reality and coming out of the spell so that we can actually see how the shit really works, okay? Um, I just did a thing, the interview with Brother Rich. He was with me the other day when we was at um, Nicholas, and he was asking me how people were like, yo, well, if it's magic is real, then why are we in the situation we're in? I could tell you right now, the island of Cuba has defeated 11 presidents. <laughs> Eleven U.S. Indeed. presidents have come and gone, and the niggas have to put that 
Facts. Where is that? Real shit. Real shit. And then I can and then I can juxtap- I can juxtapose Haiti next to it and show you why they fucked up because them niggas ain't on their shit. Indeed. Because if Haiti was to be like, yo, the national fucking religion is fucking Vodun, and we're going to speak this Creole shit, and y'all can get the fuck out of here with that French shit, I guarantee you them niggas will come up. they come up. Facts. Okay? Because Brazil, Brazil is, is fine. Why? Because they be letting them motherfucking Africans have their fucking festival, and y'all sing the y'all, y'all, y'all gods and bless the country, right. motherfuckers. You feel me? They are are actually looked at as a flourishing economy. They represent the future of, you feel me, of of big adventures and international currency. Pretty much like that'll be the center of somebody's quote unquote new world or new earth. Sure. Where they're having Olympics this year. Definitely like the energy sector is centered around the 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 you know what I'm saying? The importance of that particular region of the planet right now. So you know, everything well, you know what's interesting? If you if you if you understand that where Brazil is, if you take all the continents and put them together, Brazil fits exactly right into that crevice to where Nigeria and all of that is. Okay? Mm-hmm. So Indeed. the conversation amongst the elders is that the motherfuckers was already here in Brazil before they got to Brazil. Of course. You understand? Brazil okay. in Africa. Okay. So, um, yeah, the magic is, is apparent. I mean, again, Cuba went had the gall to go into the Congo and fucked up the, the, the Belgians. That they had to give that shit up. You feel me? Right. That shit is is the Congo, and not the Belgian Congo, because Cuba sent troops over there. Che and them was in there were fucking up them Belgians. You hear me? And right. nobody said nothing to this little island. Them niggas got magic. I don't know what anybody else could tell you. I've been there, and I wasn't there for no weekend. You hear me? I was there for almost a month. I was initiated there, and I'm telling you, that shit is a magical place. I've always and, had and that. I can't. I can't compare it to Africa because I have not been yet, right? But I will tell you this. My mother's godfather, who I just spoke to recently, right, is a filmmaker in Nigeria. He kind of, like, set forth the whole movement of the Nollywood shit, okay? Okay. Now, he's been living there for 35 years. Now, he was here as a local me priest initiating my mother and all of them, but at some point he moved to Nigeria because of his business. He just left because they found out in Nigeria that he was a traditional, he practiced Arisha traditions. And so he, his name became Mud out there. And he said to me out his mouth that Africa, in Africa, Arisha is not dying, it is dead. Okay. And this is the same dude that was on the Ocean Festival thing on PBS, Lloyd Weaver. You understand what I'm telling you? Right. So, wow. and his conversation wow. to me is everything that you need to know about Africa in terms of being a Yoruba is in Cuba. Can you dig that? You feel me? And this ain't somebody.
somebody that went over there for a weekend. He'd been there for 35 years. Anybody that is African-American that went to Nigeria, 90% of them had to go through Lloyd Weaver if they went to Africa to get any initiations. If, if he did not see them, he knew they was in the town. You understand? And so we're talking about a, a, a science that has been left here for us that people are just disregarding because they keep chasing the same things over and over again. It's a spell, okay? And until you break from that spell, be like, wait a minute, hold up. Like, I, t- I can't change the, the weather, but I can give you a forecast. That's what the purpose of any of this is, okay? It's to necessarily have a, a means that I can necessarily have a heads up and change my destiny, right? Because I'm going to change it because if I went outside and it was raining and I went outside without a poncho and an umbrella, I'm going to get wet. And then wherever I'm going, I ain't going to be good. So that's going to change my destiny. But if I got the forecast and I got my umbrella, I'll show up and I'm going to be dry and I'm going to have a good time. And so people got to understand that this magic shit is not its not like the Disney shit that they, they, that they have um Presented to you, and again, I gotta shout out the brother KT the Arch Degree. That thing he did with the breaking down the um, Star Wars—that's real shit. He's talking about. They took Legend. the my tradition is an oral tradition. Okay, yo, now y'all gotta brace yourselves because I'm throwing shots right now because I be watching cats on the internet and everybody got something to say about this religion. Oh yeah, you don't have to be initiated to work with their reaches. I watched some dude on my. The brother sent me a video, some dude talking crazy. Oh, you don't have to be initiated. What are you talking about? Why is my tradition the only shit that motherfuckers don't have to be a part of to have something to say? I ain't never sat down and did, and did the knowledge on those moral science. So you don't hear me talking about that shit. You never hear me saying anything. I don't speak on that because I'm not a part of that. I don't speak about Islam, and I got brothers that are in the nation of Islam. I got brothers that are really Sunni Muslims. But I don't speak on that because that ain't my shit. I didn't go through that chamber. So I got a problem with the cats out there talking about stuff that they ain't went through that chamber yet. Don't tell me you went and got a reason and you know everything about my, my tradition. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. You feel me? And I'm, and I'm speaking on it and I'm stone shot because I'm tired of people feeling necessarily that they could just come into this thing and speak on it because they read a book. This is a tradition that was handed down orally. So whatever the fuck you read in the book, that shit don't mean nothing. Okay? So back to KT, the artist agree, he said that they took away the griot because the white boy figured out that the fucking written word don't mean nothing. I got to tell you the story. So what he did, he created this picture show, and he got on television, and he got on the movie theater, in the movie theaters, and he's telling you the story now. You feel me? Right. He's telling you the story now. So yeah. this tradition is based on oral. It's, a, it's a different thing. My He's mother's godfather told me. golden age on a silver screen. Exactly. So they're giving you the archetypes, and they're giving you the, 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 the conclusion to the stories. They're telling you who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. They've imprinted it. That's a spell. That's a spell, straight up. Right. That's a Halloween. And the story is about the bronze. Mm-hmm. 
So now, back to my back to my crosshairs. Back to my crosshairs. I feel some kind of way when brothers is talking about this. Until you go and you get them beads on your neck or you get cut in some Palo house that's official, that you see these people are really doing it, don't tell me nothing about this religion. You understand? And I'm taking it like that because I was born into this. I got ownership of this because I come from the first generation that's born into this in this country that ain't Cuban. So anybody got something to say about it, they can holler at me. Because I'm like, yo, I feel like people taking pieces of bits and yo, you don't do the knowledge, you just read a book. By Raul Canizares, that book is bullshit. Fuck out of here with that shit. This is an oral tradition. If you didn't sit down with the elders and had them sit, and sit at their feet and had them kick that shit to you and go and fetch the water, then don't tell me about that. You got to go through Shaolin and necessarily be a master. You feel me? And that shit starts out with you got to walk across them plates on the water. Let's get, let's let's go. If you get that first, and then you can we can sit down and talk, and I can give you the conversation on all the other stuff. You know what I mean? So that's why I, when you hear me talk, I don't talk. I got I got mounds of information in terms of uh, uh, metaphysics and, and reasonings for a lot of the natural occurrences that go on. But I ain't giving that shit up because, motherfucker, you got to knock on the door like I did. Feel me? You got to sit on that floor and eat for, for a year and wear white for a year like I did. You make that fucking, that, that oath and take that dedication. Do something. Have that discipline. Because I did that for a year. So until somebody else do that, now nah, we don't have nothing to talk about. You ain't on the same level as me to talk about any of this religious shit. You feel me? We'll talk. You dig? Right, so I could right. talk to y'all because y'all done walked in the room. You done got cut. You feel me? You know what it is. Mm-hmm. So, I could, so I could build with y'all. But these other people, now nah, you don't get a chance to just jump on YouTube or write a book real quick because you read something or you like the, you like the energy of Ocean. Nah, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Feel me? This shit is real. People live this. Motherfuckers die for this shit. You feel me? We die for this to, to maintain a civilization. Like I was telling the brother Rich, I, I belong to a tradition of a civilization that still maintains itself. That's still alive in another country. Ain't nobody speaking no fucking Roman. I speak some local me though. Let's get it. Let's not get it twisted. So I'm and I'm still living and doing the things that those people did a thousand some years ago. So that shit, that shit don't die. That shit, that, if that magic ain't real, I don't know what it is. Because my shit survived through all kinds of shit. And nobody gave it to me in the book. You understand what I'm saying? A little island off the shore of fucking Miami, off the shore of Florida, held it down for a couple hundred years. So that in the in the nineteen sixties, late fifties and sixties, black people could get a hold of that shit. Nigga, if that's not magic, I don't know what the fuck is. That's some shit straight out of the motherfucking the sword and the stone shit that and, and the 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 clerk was waiting for the young prince to come and get the lessons and that shit is some real magic shit. You can't tell me anything. You feel me? That, that four black men went to fucking Cuba right before the revolution, my nigga. Let's get it twisted. The dudes that brought this shit to this country, right? The black Americans that brought this shit to this country went to Cuba in 1959 on the heels of the fucking revolution. When them niggas came back is when the whole shit changed up and there wasn't no going back to Cuba, okay? So they went and got the seeds of this shit for us. That's magical. Nobody telling me that shit ain't. You feel me? 
So, back to the black magic. When we going to get it? When we going to get it that you're supposed to make sure that the little dudes that's got their little hustle going on are protected, right? Because if they protected and you have some type of a spiritual, uh, you have a spiritual morality for them, they'll necessarily change their ways. And they don't have to be their way, change their ways because whatever they're doing is necessarily in God's eyes a sin. You feel me? I'm talking about so that they put their money into the community. You feel me? Put their money in the community. If we we invest in ourselves, like the, the the problem with us is spirituality first. We don't have a spiritual. We don't we don't as a people share the idea of where we go when we die. You feel me? Right. Our our mental me. funerary rights are not aligned the same way. So At all. the way that some people might see their procession in terms of even framing it in their mind to be in line with how it was always done, which was the body remain untouched for 72 hours, three days rest. And then you started the whole ascension process. You got to go through that particular stage where you crystallize. So when, when this tradition is no longer honored and a lot of people even envision the whole like, what is your vision of the afterlife? You feel me? Is it continuing onto another plane? Is it going towards source? Is it coming back on Earth as something reincarnated, continuing the chapters of the book? Or is it finalizing the book and going to the, to the you know what I'm saying, to the next phase of things? So, well, it's in your children. It's, it's in your children. See, that's the thing. See, that's and that's what I'm saying. If you... If you're not worried about the here and now, like, yo, the nigga Rick Ross said some real shit, yo, in the new album, he said he say something like, white people laugh because we don't leave nothing for our children. Feel me? And and that's real. I heard, I was watching some interview, the nigga Big Me said some stupid shit like that, like, yo, you know, we can't take it with us, so we just gonna ball out. Like, no, homie, you supposed to set it out for the next generation. Why? Because in the, in the, the African cosmology, you come back again through your seeds. It's a ladder. You feel me? And so you come back through your seeds. So if I do a deed now, I'm going to come back in the next lifetime and my son will be holding it down and then he'll be done made it better for me and then I'll make it better for the next cat behind me. Right? That's the purpose of all of this shit. If not, then you just here on a on a on a on a, uh, a vacation mission. You just here to just smoke up all the weed, fuck all the chicks, eat all the food, and just go back. That's what you're here for. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't gonna come back. You don't ball out. You don't pull your tab. You can't come back. You feel me? So we we gotta understand that. What what are we all striving for? What do we believe in? That that's the, the, the that creates the, the biggest dissension amongst us is that we all don't believe in the same God, and we or we don't believe in the same concepts. Okay, and that's a problem because if you know you're talking about calling on the ancestors, all right, 
how do we empower our ancestors by necessarily um, going through the names? See, like, we went through a whole thing where we stopped naming our children after each other, ourselves and all that, right? But that's an African thing. I didn't know John Smith. White people didn't start doing that till the Moors came along. They didn't have no surnames before the Moors came along. You feel me? <laughs> the niggas didn't have no last names. They didn't know who the fuck they was, right? They were just making noises and shit. So what happens is we, with the surnames, right, we're able to identify the bloodlines to figure out who's coming back to do what and whose turn it is to, to rule and all of that kind of shit. And so it's important that um, we understand that through the name, right, we're able to trace our people. So now I asked my grandmother when it was – my grandmother asked me did I want to be initiated, like did I want to go through the ceremonies. And I was like, eh, yeah, I do, but I don't know. I don't. Know. I was, you know, I was a young man at the time. So I asked my grandmother. I said, Why do we have to do this? Why do we have to make ultra? And my grandmother said, So you can live forever, right? And that that concept went over my head and under my feet when I first heard it, and I I I, I didn't comprehend or process it immediately. And when I, I still was stumped on it, I came back at her. And this is like, I'm talking about like maybe like less, almost less almost a year, a little less than a year, I came back at her with the same question. Like, so what did you mean by live forever? Because I thought that was some Mickey Mouse shit when she said that to me. And she said, when you get initiated, you're going to get a new name. And that new name identifies you with all the other ancestors that got initiated. She said, and most of the time, those names are recycled, so somebody else gets the name of somebody that's dead. She said, and that's to ensure that when they start praying for everybody, when they start calling them names, anybody that was attached to that name, when they call that name, they are lifting their spirit. They are that they are lighting that star up again, right? And so when I understood that, like, okay, that's why we do what we do. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna live forever, that means that I'm setting my I'm setting my future now. And so when you understand that, you understand that this time thing is all relative. And so whatever I do today, it don't just affect my future; it affects my past. So imagine if time is all in one one loop, if my ancestor is on a ship right now, and he needs a prayer, and he's praying. He's not just praying to his ancestors. He's praying to me, and I light a candle for him, and that candle allows for his little the lock on his chain to be loose, and he was able to get up and get out of there. You feel me? And that that's changed. That changed. So you don't realize that the the, the 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 present affects not just the future but also the past. It's a very, very profound concept and everybody don't get it immediately. But that's how metaphysics what metaphysics talks about in terms of there there being layers in time, right? And that you can go through the layers like a like a needle. Right? So how a needle goes through the through the through the material 
and then it binds everything together. You can bring all of those times together. And so we, in order for us to bring back the time that we had a golden age, we have to get back to our ancestors, and we have to reach back to them to find out how they had that golden age. You did. Indeed, indeed. Yes. You're right. Am I making sense or am I am I am I just bro? If you wasn't, you would hear us. Okay. So now the black magic. So now imagine if the black magic is there to protect the cats that are doing the vices in in our um, communities, and we are controlling the vice and we are squeezing the vice so that it it the the, the residuals fall onto the community. You understand? Because there was a time. When you couldn't just be in the street, it's because it's unorganized. When I was a kid, you just couldn't get some drugs, some narcotics, and go. First of all, you couldn't even get come across any unless you stole them from some, somebody, right? And you wasn't allowed to right. just stand on any place and just do anything. Somebody would check you, like, who, who are you? You could, you could not come, you come outside. <laughs> Hold on. You cannot get off the Xbox, right? Come out of your mama's house and just go stand on the corner and sell narcotics. That was a no-no. This is a new right. concept. You can't do it. This is a phenomenon. And so, what happens? These kids. So, so now it's the, so it's unorganized. There's nobody checking anything. There's nobody like. The black party ain't supposed to be paid by, by nobody else other than the hustlers. Especially how I see them do now. Like, if they in the club spending money, I get it. Like, you know, that trickles back to the hood, but the, the black female is spending that money in, in, in Macy's. She ain't spending that in the hood. You know what I mean? So you That's giving them money... <laughs> you giving that money to the Italians for her shoes, to the Koreans for her hair, her nails. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And to Facts. the French for her jeans, or the Japanese. Come on, God. And everything else to Rome. Now, a very good friend of mine. Her mother is an elder in my um, religious community. She writes books. Her name is Kathleen Quinones, right? And she wrote a book about Bumpy Johnson called Harlem Godfather. And in Harlem Godfather, they talk about how Bumpy Johnson was known to be riding down the street and see some people being put out of their apartment. And stop the car and necessarily um, pay the rent. Okay? He was known to do that. 
He was the neighborhood bank. So when we don't have no any mechanism in our neighborhoods to do that. So there's no organization and the people are not benefiting from the vice. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Yes, yes, indeed. All right. Got you. So, so what happens is, the, the there's no there's no way there's no secret society that works in concert or collectively that it works in for the betterment of our people. Right. Okay? And that right. society has to have magic. It has to have a way to to walk in the shadows where you can't see it. Because you don't see no you don't know where no Chinese gangsters is at. Like the average person couldn't find the Chinese gangsters. They don't know where they are. You feel right. me? And look You don't see them. Remember at one right. time in the early nineties when you can find them, you bumped into them right in Chinatown. They used to have the the yellow dragons or the uh, what was it the yeah, the flying dragon joints. The flying dragons, yeah. You bump into them, they be downtown. Right. They be in the cut, and there's other ones that you used to come in contact with, but you don't see them no more. Saying, and you don't see none of the devices that they control. They extort all them Korean stores, grocery stores. They got gambling. You don't see none of their stuff. Why? Because they got magic. Okay, the Korean person that do your girl nails. Got a little shrine inside the joint. So you come in there and spend your money. <laughs> you understand? That's some magic. That's some juju. You come in there. She came in to get her nails done. Now she's left with a, a man and a petty. You know what I'm saying? So the magic. So now. I'm not advocating that everybody be involved in the, in the African traditions. I'm not advocating that. I am advocating that everybody be involved in some sort of spiritualism, okay? Some sort of spiritualism that allows them to connect with the unseen, okay? Because it's important because your environment is what what, con- what controls you. Your environment is what dictates what happens to you. And we can go down the line about how environment affects people. Now, the, the spiritualism allows people to have multi-personality traits, multiple personality traits, okay? Like, right. they tell you that you're supposed to be just one way. That's impossible. Indeed. You you act differently with different people, okay? Right. Case in point. And that's right. based on the environment, Indeed. right? I was listening to a, a video the young young brother, young Pharaoh, did the other day, and he was talking about the multiple personalities that people are exhibiting on a daily but don't realize that they're exhibiting, such as when you go to church, you're not the same person that's in the club. You're not the same person that's in the barbershop 
chair. You're not the same person to see in your cubicle. You're not the same person to sit in the gym. You're not the same person in the bedroom. You're not the same person in the ballroom. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and you're under the illusion that all of these individuals are different individuals because you got to manage their entire file, their interaction, how this lie connects exactly. to that lie, connects to that lie, because you actually exactly. think that these are separate situations, not understanding that you're just managing multiple accounts of personality because you are the all after all. Well, you look at you look at cats that they take out of the out of the hood, right? And they take them someplace where it's a little bit uh, the environment is different, right? Right. Case in point, you can look at Mike Tyson, right? right? He was with Custom Model. He was a different cat than he was in Brownsville because the circumstances are different, right? Even even um even Alpo, the the street dude, the street gangster, like. If you go into his, his into his file, he was a fresh air fun kid. He had a family up in the fresh air fun. They used to check for him. That they couldn't believe right. none of the stuff that they heard about him. Why? Because he's a different person when he's around them. He's not he's an alpo that's got. You know what I'm saying? They got to prove something to them. He's he's at ease around these people, so his environment dictates to which personality comes forward, right? Right. And so he's the spiritualism, exactly. The spiritualism allows the people to uh, align the behavior to a specific spirit that has a specific type of archetype within the pantheon, okay? So like you said, when you're in the bed, that's a different person. You know what I mean? You If you're a stoic dude, you don't, your girl don't want you to be stoic in the room. You know what I mean? You don't talk to nobody. You don't say nothing when you're at a dinner party, but then you get in the bedroom, you quiet. She ain't gonna be coming around for too much. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're supposed to become uninhibited, as they say. And so, the spiritualism allows black people to deal with the psychological ills that they have, because we, as a black people, that's why. Yo, shout out to brother Umar Johnson, because he be talking real uh, talk when in terms of black issues. You know what I mean? That that people sweep Indeed. under the rug. You know what I mean? And not for nothing, if he ever, if he's listening, or if anybody here to get in contact with him, tell him he needs to holler at me. Like, I know he'd be, you know, checking for the, the Yoruba traditional stuff and all that, but he need to come holler at the KID because I can tell him what it is because I'm the only person that can articulate this shit right now. You feel me? Well, and I could put him in place with some people that will be in his lane. I got some Bible Owls, some young black American Bible Owls that they about their business. My man Ayanda Clark. Um, my man Sekou Alaje, them them cats is really doing it. They be jumping on the plane, uh-huh. going to Nigeria, and be putting in the work. You uh-huh. feel me? I welcome um, you to call him when he uh appears on the program, and I'll make the formal introduction. So yeah, yeah, I, I met him a couple times at that. I met him a couple times at the lectures, but you know he'd be a little um, you know, preoccupied as a lot of people talking. So I ain't get a chance to really build with the bro- brother, but um. You talk about the psychological things that go on in our community that people don't deal with. Majority of the black sisters that come out of like uh, low income neighborhoods, especially out of the projects, they be having sexual issues because they be going through all kinds of molestations that nobody talk about. You feel me? You got a, a, 
a two or three bedroom apartment, it's like nine people living there. Some of them is your is uncle from jail, son that came home from the can. You know, you don't know what what's going on in there. People these things happen and nobody talks about this stuff. And there's no outlet. You know what I mean? So, um that being that there's no outlet, people deal with these these um these psychological bruises and these scars and they don't have no way to, to heal themselves spiritually. You feel me? And so um, the spiritualism is important. That's that's the one thing that I'm promoting. Like I'm in the midst of, I'm almost finished writing this book. I'm writing a book for anybody that's out there, that's in the you know way yonder someplace that's not in a met, you know um, um, metropolitan area that got uh, a yearning for this, or you know what I'm saying, or any any curiosity. I'm writing something for the, those people so that they can have something that they can use and. Um, apply without having to deal with, you know what I'm saying, wondering if you're going to deal with this person if they're going to come at you for a whole lot of money or they're trying to sleep with your wife or whatever, you know, because there'd be people that take advantage of people based on their their uh, vulnerability because spirituality makes people vulnerable, you know what I mean? You're dealing with the layers of people's souls, okay? And the layers of those people's souls come through every experience that one goes through in their life. Good, bad, or indifferent, that adds a layer to your soul, to your aura of who you are. And so when you're dealing with spirituality, so now when we deal with the spirituality, that's the one part of, quote-unquote, uh, Arisha traditions that is not really expressed or is not really given, people are not given a real explanation about. And so um, that's my main objective because that, that is the core of anybody necessarily trying to practice witchcraft. You know what I'm saying? Because don't get it twisted. Witchcraft doesn't just mean you're doing bad. Sometimes you could be doing some stuff to sweeten people up. You don't have to hurt the people at your job. You might do something to make the people on your job all of a sudden they got a thing for you. They just love you now, right? That's casting a spell, enchanting people, Right? Um, don't think that people don't do that to you every time you walk into a store. When you walk into a store and it smells, it has a certain fragrance to it, it smells good and it's set up a certain way, they got the little feng shui going on, that's them doing their magic. So you come in there and spend your money. You're under a spell, okay? You you bought, you bought bit the apple and got you delusional thinking this is the best bagel and cheese you had ever. It's not really. They just, they did some witchcraft in there. Trust me. And I'm talking about Italian people, Greek people, Hindu, Korean, Chinese, they all do some sort of blessing or some sort of spiritual acknowledgement to whatever space it is that they're necessarily um, occupying. And we need to get into that because that's our stuff. Now, um... All the other stuff comes after we come to a, a, a spiritual uh, understanding. Because if you don't have, because understand, Jews are Jews because they came up with the whole concept of their God first. Before that, they couldn't get it together. They was running around in the desert talking, they wasn't talking to each other. So they came up with this concept of Yahweh and being under one God. Did they, they, they all come together and they start fighting against the Philistines? You feel me? 
So it's the, the spiritual has to come first because that's what people live and die for. They live and die for how they think they're going to die. If, you, they, if they told you that you're going to die and you're going to get a bunch of virgins and all that and that's been indoctrinated into you, that's what you're going to believe and you're going to ride out for that. So we have to have the same concept uh, universally about where we're going and how our ancestors can affect us and can um, interact with us because this concept of, you know, it, it, and it's 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 it's, it's, it's uh, again it's a spell because people say the craziest things. They'll tell you that it's evil for you to get possessed by a spirit, but they be in the church jumping up and down getting the Holy Ghost. Who the fuck is the Holy Ghost? Feel me? They don't even know what the hell that is. What are you talking about, the Holy Ghost? That shit. So now you get possessed with the Holy Ghost, and that's it. What the fuck did the Holy Ghost do? That shit didn't come down and heal nobody. It didn't give nobody no fucking uh, a resolution in their life. Right. I go to some shit and motherfuckers get they possessed. Tell a brief they case. believe they're going to tell me some shit. You feel me? And so Indeed. I don't understand how people are afraid of this magic thing. Like, it does not make sense to me. You know, it just does. I really, and I understand. I understand that people are under a spell. I understand that. Um, like it said, doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? But they're under a spell. It's, it's, and they can't shake the spell. It's through fear. Fear shuts down all of the faculty of reason. So they live in a society where they're forced to see things not as they see them, but as they're being told how to see them. And that's what they've been going right. to. Everywhere they got it, right. they have this agreement that's reinforced where they see things and they pretend like they don't see what they just seen. You feel me? Absolutely. And they got to push through Whoa. that broken mirrors every single day and be in love with the um, refraction of a broken mirror and not complain. So Right. Well, it's interesting you talking about mirrors. So we talking about like gateways and shit like that, right? Right. And you know so you realize that this gentrification shit and all that, that shit is planned out on some spiritual shit. That to have us spill our blood in the streets that they're gonna come and, and grow off of. You understand that? Because Indeed. I'm a street dude. Like, I've been in the street. Ain't nobody ever shot me, son. God forbid. But you know why? Because I can feel that shit. Like, you got to be paying attention. I ask niggas all the time, how the fuck can somebody run up on you and shoot you? You wasn't paying attention. You didn't see that shit. Because the, 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 when something dangerous happened, and this, this time, signs are around you, right? So you wasn't right. paying attention, or you was inebriated in some way, shape, or form that somebody got the drop on you, that you didn't see this dude creeping through the cars. You're supposed to be like, yo, who that? You're supposed to get run and stop, right? That's because niggas ain't in touch with their spiritual. Because I can tell you every time somebody necessarily thought that they was going to necessarily pull my plug, it was because I got spirits with me that's like, yo, let's get up out of here. And I and right. I got homeboys that tell you, I'll leave a spot like, yo, I'm out. I'm like, yo, what happens? I'm out. 
What happened? Son, I, I'm not feeling it. I'm getting out of here right now. Yo, but what happened? Son, it don't nothing got to happen, man. I'm out. You coming? Nah, son, I'm good. All right. I'm out. And I leave and come and say, yo, son, as soon as you left, it popped off. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, so now my whole point is no. Right. And so what happens is the reason why our young men are dying in the street like that is because they're so disconnected from their spiritual. You feel me? Right. Because you, your, 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 your third eye ain't open. You don't feel the change. Body senses, yeah, they don't have body senses. So real talk. Everyone, so. every time one of my homeboys die, I had a conversation with them. Like, yo, son, go in the crib. Nah, son, I'm good. Yo, son, can you please go in the crib for me? Nah, ain't nobody gonna do nothing. Yeah, I know, I know, I know you tough, but son, just go in the crib. And I come back and son be a, a blood stain on the floor. Feel me? Because niggas are so numb, they're, they're so detached, they're so bound in the material world, right? That they can't they can't decipher anything. And so this magic shit is important because and, and it's important because we have these traits. There's mothers that were begging their sons not to go out the door that day, but they didn't have any rhyme or reason to explain why. To be like, yo, I got this feeling. You know what? That my spirit told me. So when you're in connection with your spirit, you'll know because the spirit then gave you four or five examples where every time it said this, it happened like this. So now you know what? I'm going to listen to that. You feel me? Dude. Get it twisted. Italo, there was, there was signs that told that what was going to happen to Italo that, that happened. Dude. You understand? They told him he was going to get shot coming through a park at night. You feel me? Yes. I was told. And so, right, and so that's what made his so tragic is because there was there was, there was forecast to, to necessarily keep him from, from that happening to him. Yeah. You understand? Every time but destiny, I, um, you know, but destiny we is a new. You know, I, I might not be here with y'all right now if that didn't happen. Not for nothing. You feel me? Because that was a profound thing that happened in my life. So, mine as well. The magic, the magic comes in that I was sitting in a jail cell, about to go up. I'm about to go up. They about to send me up. And I had a dream, and my best friend came to see me. And because he was scratched in Apollo and I and there were some ceremonies that I needed to, to complete, he came to see me in a dream. Okay? And I literally woke up from that dream and they was calling my, my cell and I went to go see I went to see the court in the middle of the day. Like, you know, they take courts out early in the daytime. They took me in the middle of the day, I went to go see the I went to see the Supreme Court and on a bus by myself on some Cyrus the Virus shit. And I walked up out of there. And the first person, I walked out of the Supreme Court with not a dime in my pocket. And the first person I saw was 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 Lumumba Bandeli. Real talk. Shout, shout to my man Lumumba because he be doing the work. He an activist. He out there. Feel me? First person I seen was Lumumba Bandeli. And he got, he's the son of Obatala. Okay? And Obatala is, is the one 
who was locked in jail and they let him out. So him and Chango got this thing. So here he is, I'm a son of Chango and I run I come out of jail and the first person I see is the son of Obatala. He like, yo, I heard you was locked up. I'm like, I just got out. He like, You hungry? I'm like, Yeah. He brought me some pizza. Remember the old pizza stop shop across the street from Albi Square Mall? Absolutely. All right. Every Legend. day, I'm like, why is Legend. Not, why is there not a replica of that recipe somewhere <laughs> on the planet? Because you already know that had the extra. That was the cheesiest pizza you ever had in your life. <laughs> yeah, we need to hire some of these historians, the archaeologists in the community. You'll find that recipe, Sam Lee. Yo, that shit is the most cheese ever. It always had a line in that shit, right? The God oh, took yeah. me inside, got me two slices of pizza, something to drink, and was like, I'm going to drive you home. Okay? Nigga, that's magic. What the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> what? What? They was about <laughs> to send your boy up. They was about to send me back to the plantation, kid. I was like, oh, man. And my boy came to see me. After nine months, nine months, I sat up. I had a dream. My dude came and got me out the joint. And there was way more other phenomena that happened on that trip. But that's just, that's you know, that's for the X-Files. But but the, the reality that's is, amazing. This, this, I mean, this is a young brother that, you know, was a light of the world. That's how divine his energy was at a young age. So that loss, the memory that I remember most is the woman wailing at his at his burial because, like you said, the energy in the air was that he was forewarned and there was a warning involved. I just remember, like, it was just real heavy on the heart chakra because Everybody was, you know, we were young back then, and that was such a special one. Well, he was a... He was that light, you know what I'm saying? That's that's, that's amazing. Well, he was the indication of the the, uh, presence of antimatter making its its presence known. You feel Mm -hmm. me? Um, that there is a war going on, and it's between matter and antimatter. That's the whole positive and negative thing. Um, and you know, he was—he's the only person I ever like. He died at sixteen. I don't know anybody that was sixteen that I could be like was almost like a grown man already. Like, what? I did an interview with a, with a brother um, recently. He's doing a documentary on the wall and a couple other pieces in the neighborhood. And um, we were talking, and I was like, you know, you know, he was my homeboy was a was a grown man, you know what I mean? He was like a grown man, like like I could remember being in a room with grown women, and grown women women would blush because he would say something. You feel me? Um, he was just ahead of his time, and so you realize that sometimes some stars, some stars they burn out fast. You understand? They 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 shine bright and because they shine bright they burn out quick. Yes, you know what I mean. And his I, father, that's why I have my that's why I have a mirror with his father every you know every every time every chance I can get. And his father is very powerful, Basaya. You know. Oh man, he's a he's a well, legend. He's a super legend. A super he's a legend. Duper. He's just like so you know he's one of those people 
that you have to really be involved in anything to know to know him. You know, like there people like they have this movements and there people they talk about the Black Panther movement. And they'll be like Huey, this person, that person. But you gotta realize that there's people behind the scenes that don't get no credit that had a lot of hands on shit in a lot of these organizations. And Basia right. is one of those people that you yeah. you gotta really be in the mix to know who he is. You feel yeah. me? Like He's an I've always seen him in the company of cats like J Two AUC and, and, and Joe Marshariki and those cats. You know what I mean? Um and so Basia like I said, Italo was a very special star that it it came and all right, so let me so now because the brother Rashid like when I be giving out the little stories. In 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 Yoruba they have a, a concept of of a, a spirit called they call Abiku, right? And Abiku is a spirit of it's a child that comes and leaves and keeps coming and going. So it's like when a mother has miscarriages or a child dies um, very early as an infant, mm-hmm. they say that the spirit is coming to chastise the the mother, right? So the story of Abiku is that um. There was a, a deity by the name of Oshumare, and Oshumare is the serpent that swallows its tail that makes up our atmosphere around the earth. And Oshumare wanted to have a child, and Oshumare begged God to, to give birth to a child. So God told Oshumare to go get divination, and she went to go get divination, and it was cast that Oshumari needed to make sacrifice. And she did it was, the sacrifice was in two parts. And she did the first part and she got pregnant. And so she got zealous and figured that she didn't have to do the second part. And when the, the time came for her to give birth, she gave birth and she gave birth to a rainbow. And the rainbow came out of her and it went from heaven and it touched the earth. And then when the sun came out all the way, the rainbow went back to heaven. And so she asked why she um her child didn't survive and God explained that she didn't necessarily truly did have to sacrifice. So the child would only come to the world for a little while and then go back to heaven. And so um and so this is interesting that like you said we now so now we go off topic, you see that the um the gay agenda has taken the rainbow flag, right? And they didn't know that wasn't always their um, symbol. Their symbol, I mean, their colors used to originally be like purple and white or something, but they took the the rainbow because the rainbow has a, is a powerful thing. So the rainbow is associated with children, and so they they use it as a means to allure children because that flag has significance. Because like I told you, it represents those children that come and go. You feel me? Um. So that's magic that they're right. doing when they took, remember yeah, when they as children they gave them the reading rainbow. Exactly. Now exactly. the child has to be smart enough to make a distinction between the two. Right. So now they got they put a spell on your kid. The, the two you different magnetic pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. It's um the, the the magic is all around, 
But I, you know what, though? I want to hear what the people got to say. I want to hear, I want y'all to take some calls and hear what the, yeah. what, what the people got to say. You feel me? There's hands up in the call queue. We're going to go to the callers. All right, let's go to caller from the 305 900, 305 900 caller. Peace. Welcome to KTL. Peace to the family. Greetings. Hi, y'all doing tonight? A wonderful evening. Peace. I just wanted to share an experience. This is Shayla. I'm calling from Detroit, Michigan. What up, Shayla? Peace, Shayla. Peace. So, yeah, you know, I am, I just now experienced a situation where my spirit told, led me and guided me to do something that I didn't really understand at the time. Okay. Um, about three weeks ago, my spirit told me to order a lot of water from Kroger. So I did it. I ordered a hundred gallons of water. I usually get a couple gallons at a time when I do my normal grocery shopping, but something said, go ahead and get it, get a hundred gallons. So I ordered it, picked it up at the beginning of the month. And then I hear about the, the um, water crisis in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> and all I could do was laugh to myself because, you know, even the people at the grocery store looked at me like, why is this lady ordering all this water? I didn't know why. I mean, I have a large family, and I know I wanted right. to always have water on deck, but never would I have guessed that, you know, a few weeks later my my state would be having a crisis, you know? Absolutely, but that's the that's the that's the internal, that's the innate part of spiritualism that you have just being melanated. That's just innate, right? Now, if you were able to cultivate that spirit, so that that spirit would be able to communicate with you on a, a more frequent basis in terms of when you find yourself at a, a crossroads in terms of decisions. Imagine the value that you have, that you have in terms of being able to tap into that, so so that you could get a message that would give you the foresight to 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 do just like you did to go and buy some water because you never know it might get hectic and those hundred gallons of water may save your life. You understand? Um, but yeah, that's a spiritual thing. That's innate in you. That's that's intrinsic. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that. I thought it was amazing. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for that. I share the peace. I mean, let me say to the callers, if you want to ask, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please press number one on your phone, and that'll put you in the call queue. We do have a few hands up. You was going to say something, though? No, no, I was saying that, that, that like, the sisters, you know, that's that's common, you know what I mean? But they just got to learn how, they got to figure out, they don't got to figure out, they got to get in, in touch with the way to necessarily... Um, tap into that. that Is that cultivated? Yeah. Would that be uh, intuition? 
and mentalism? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And that that and us our women especially are known to have to possess that in mass. Is that correct? They're sure. Known to be that's the part of clairvoyant, that's the part of intuitive. When they're in line, yeah. when they're in sync. And I, I yeah. know Sister Shayla personally, and I was around her. We were we were all doing magic around each other. Is she still on the line? She's not. Not to shut up. Yeah, so, nah, she she does that magic. Well, you know what's interesting? That the, um, the sisters have a, a very heightened sense of smell that they don't yeah. really acknowledge. That's almost... And I... It's almost, I don't want to be dumb them to take it derogatorily, but it's like a doll. Like a, a German Shepherd has can decipher different scents. Women have have that same ability, and it's innate. Like, it's not even conscious, okay? Mm-hmm. That's why Shorty be like, yo, you, you, who you was fucking with? You like, nah, Shorty, what you talking about? You could put all the Irish spring you wanted on, homie. She going to figure it out because she can smell the 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 fur gnomes and the aura of the last woman that you was with. Mm. Real talk. She could smell that. She could smell the pleasure that's surrounding you. You feel me? Because when a woman necessarily orgasm on you, she she put her scent like a flower. She put her nectar on you. Yes. Right. Right. So so when when when. When you uh, move away from her, you still got that the the, the essence of that. You feel me? That aroma. Right. At any so point. You go back to to the wisdom, and she's like, "Yo," and she didn't give you a pass for that. She's like, "Yo, what, what garden you been in?" It. Oh, feel me? Because that's that's a, uh, a sense of smell, and we have it as men, and. It's a, something that has to be addressed with the whole biochemistry of us as human beings. Like, they don't talk about the fact that you can smell a woman. You feel me? Um, and those dudes that are um, caught messing with young girls, it's because they're they're not men. They're males. You understand? And so they smell mm-hmm. that young girl. And subconsciously, they don't know why they're attracted to her, because her body is sending off signals, telling it's sending off an aroma, saying I'm ready. You feel me? And so they're not conscious enough to to understand that and acknowledge it, and then be able to to control it, to be like, nah, yeah, I know that flower looks nice, but that's not for me to pick. You understand? Um. So, and these are things like you know that are suppressed through the Western society. Like they they telling you right. back to the whole thing with the personalities. They telling you that you one person. You can't possibly be one person. You are different people in every situation. You have friends who don't mix with other friends that you have. They're on a whole different level. <laughs> you feel me? Right. Right. And you speak with them in a vernacular that is is uh special to that to that union. Special lingo. Okay. We 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 took it as far as to say the ikte at and lay when we used to get to everything. Right. But right. this, and I always say this that remember you are your alter egos, so your nicknames are all 
pers- they're, they're all personalities which are Certainly. planes of existence because Valentine broke it down that we're not on the planet, we're on planes of existence. So exactly. your, your attribute, when they somebody say, yo, twin, although I'm red right. pill, when I turn around, twin is there. And I'm right. like, what up, my nigga? Because we start speaking that language that you know twin as. Then I introduce you to the whole red pill thing. But you respond right. to your name. Hey, Brian, right. you know, Brian McDaniels. And you'll turn around like, huh? You know, you might you might have been <laughs> that guy. You know, you, you might have been, you might have been, you know, uh, Imhotep, Pata Halal, El Bay. Right. And then somebody's like, yo, um, Bartholomew McDaniels. You're like, dude. And then you turn back into Bartholomew. Absolutely, because that's who he knows. That's who, exactly. So you're never, you never, you shed your skin, but you still retain the spirit and the personality, or rather the alter ego. Alter ego switch like, remember Two-Face on G.I. Joe? Alter Eagles is, you know, it, it switched like Agent Smith on you instantaneously. Of so, course. I'm twin. I'm red pill. I'm Phil figure. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm wisdom. That was my first graffiti tag name. Blue blue pill was felony. He's P. Moore. He's P. Morpheus. He's P. Manifico. All of these are people. Right, and they're different, and they have different, they have specific uh, personalities and specific and nuances. Yeah. Exactly. So And so what happens is we need the spiritualism to be able to compartmentalize all of that stuff. Okay? Right. So that you know who who's who and when to pull them up for what situation. You understand? So that, Indeed. like you said, I got different names, and if a dude says a certain name, I can tell you a time and a place. I know exactly who that is because he can only come from that time and that place because only those people call me that. You feel me? Right. From down to jail. Like, we'll be like, yo, there was a time I would be in jail and they was, they was calling me Nori. They was like, yo, son, son, look like Nori. <laughs> feel me? So I'm going through the door. They're like, yo, Nori. Oh, that's my man, Nori. And then he no. might run into somebody that know me from someplace else. And they'd be like, what? Now nah, that's my man, such and such. You bugging. Yo, what up, son? Like, what's good? You feel me? Um, and so the name takes you to a certain place in time and a, and a, and a personality. That shit is that, important. That's your and handle. So, your handle. Remember, handle. Your handle, exactly. How they can, this is how they deal with you, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody might run up on me. And be like, oh, brother Oba, and I'm talking to somebody from the street. Two different conversations. I got to shut this one off for a minute and turn and be like, hey, what's going on, brother? Peace. Right? Hold on. Give me a moment. And I'll turn back to him. You know, son, word the mother? I'm going to holler at you later. Right? Because I got to handle him a certain way. You feel me? Because he come from a certain environment. I got to, like you said, that's the handle. So he know me as this. And they know me as Brother Oba. You know what I mean? Exactly. Look, I don't mean to cut your wisdom, but now you have an attribute, a spiritual African traditional handle or attribute or name, right? 
that is just that is you and your higher self. Now people also have a name for you where you're identified in your lower self. So they're able to remember as a deity they're summoning each one. So remember you got deities with multiple names and you you'll summon each name depending on the frequency that you want to there's a darker spirit, then there's a lighter spirit. Certainly. Certainly. Well, especially in the um in Palo, there are different what they call caminos, different roads to certain deities, right? In the Arishas, yeah. they call them they call them uh, caminos, roads, and these are different paths. And so, um, the different paths are explained as the deities and their travels, who they come in contact with. People, like you said, people give you a name based on the, the language of the people. You feel me? Um, so if I go in the South and they can't really pronounce Oba, they're going to be like Oba, right? <laughs> and that's what it is. I can't be mad because that's their vernacular. That's their lingo. That's how they right. know me. That's how they identify me. Because you don't, you don't identify yourself. You got your, your street name got to be given to you. You feel me? And, and if you picked it yourself, it, once you pick it, they're going to try it. They're going to test it now. You feel me? Right. So so what happens is this is why the, the initiation, going back to, like I said, the dude was talking crazy, talking about, yo, you could work with the Arishas if you just put up an altar. Nah, son. You're talking about dealing, like, to... When we when we talk about God and all that, people have this mistake about benevolence all the time. And you got to understand that God is raw. It's raw energy, like any raw energy, whether it be gas, electricity, water. The shit can fuck you up. You don't get in the river over by the waterfall or stick your head under the waterfall. You can get a fucking headache. That water gonna come down in your head and hurt you. Now that doesn't mean that water's not essential and you don't need it to live, but in the context of putting your head in that in that situation or in that configuration, you're gonna hurt yourself. So you can't just plug into something. You gotta have different devices to necessarily channel that so that you can put it through the different conduits so that you get it in a productive manner. Right? So that's why the initiation stuff is so important. You gotta go through the initiation so that you can have an identity, right, and have a qualification of dealing with this energy. You don't just get a chance to just plug in, you know what I mean? And so you're not gonna fly a kite with a key to try to get struck by lightning to get to make some electricity. You just be foolish to do that. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna shock your ass. So. Right. <laughs> There's a there's a method and a process for which these things are channeled through that you can get this thing productively. That's what these things are for. So the magic is um, only as good as its handler. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, it's only as good as the handler because Chango is the, the the my guardian angel, the Arisha Chango is 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 um. Guilty of that. They talk, talk about when he had the ability to to call lightning down. One day he got drunk. In his ego, he had a, a, a contest between two of his um, subordinates. 
he wanted to pit them against each other and they wouldn't do it. And he felt like the people were gaining sides with, with his subordinates. And so he got drunk. And in his drunkenness, he decided to challenge them. And he called down the lightning. And then when he called the lightning down, it struck his home. And his children burnt to death inside the house. You feel me? And so this yeah. this is one of the stories that we talk about him going and hanging himself from a tree. So that we say, oh, Baco, so the king did not hang. Because they say that he didn't hang, that he was taken to heaven, and God showed him a way to, to to travel from heaven to earth. Okay? And so he is represented by the lightning, because the lightning comes out of the sky and touches the earth, but it returns. Okay? So we're talking about having the ability to have this magic. Because, you know, everybody want to get magic, and they want to do something. Like, what you want to do? I don't understand. You just want to... Because with this magic comes a responsibility. You gotta, um, you gotta do something. You know what I mean? Um, right. You gotta do something with it. So I can't just be talking with spirits and stuff like that, and just be trying to do scans and nothing like that. Like, nah, I gotta help people with it because that's the, the force that I'm coming to. Now I could try to do scans and all that, and take it on the malevolent side. But there's a price to pay for that, okay? Because everything, you have to pay for everything in this world, everything. Because in the Yoruba cosmology, the world is considered a, a market. Right. They sell shit to the market, you feel me? <laughs> Everybody lying in the market. They're telling you, they're telling you lies. They're trying to sell their stuff, they're exaggerating. You feel me? The thieves are in the market. People are pickpocketing, right? Right. They're selling vice in the market. All this is happening in the world, and this is how the Yoruba cosmology is, is assessed. Now, today, in post-Christian and Islamic Yoruba world, they're going to tell you a whole bunch of other stuff to try to make it, clean it up and make it seem, uh, you know, uh, equivalent to Christianity and all of that in terms of its benevolence. But our benevolence is very, is very raw and very core. So we understand, again, like I said in the beginning, this concept of being in this rainforest that is unforgiving and you having to survive in that environment, okay? <clears throat> there is a uh, a test that is put to all priests who make who go through the Lukumi ceremony that I can't tell you what it is. But when you go through that test, you will know what the the true meaning of life is, Okay? And it has to do with survival, all right? And so, um, you know, we got to get into the into the mindset that this black magic is black, yes, and black is beautiful, so let's use it. <laughs> you feel me? Like, all of this, you know, trying to hypothesize about stuff and all that, reading books, that's fine. But you got to have something that can be passed down orally, something that's logistic, okay, that, that makes sense, that that you can give to the layman and he ain't got to be able to be, because not everybody was always literate. Okay. Literacy was really always kept for the, for the, uh, the illuminated. You understand? So when you see the Congo ideograms, Pill, you were just in the Congo museum, right? Yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, indeed. So you saw the whole Right. You saw the iconography, and 
those ideograms, this is why I dispute the whole concept of Kemet being the first civilization. I have a problem with that. Because if the ideogram, the simple thing always comes first. Right. Simpl- you know, the simple shit comes first. The intricate shit comes later. Yeah, like so a mound of the pyramid. Absolutely. So the the the, the ideograms that they use, the 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 the, the FEMA, the VEVE, right? That is the first writing system. Everybody mm. in the village don't get to know what that shit is. Only the high priest motherfuckers get to be handling that. Okay, right. that shit is magic. It's That's a, a symbol. Right, and it's, so they 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 show us time and time again. You know when they do the experiment where they change all the the letters. They only keep the, the um, first and last letter of the word, and then they change the jumble of the other words. I mean letters, and you can still read it because your brain processes the word anyway. It's the same shit with these ideograms and these. And this shit is the first magic. It's the first psychology. It's the first science. You know what I mean? It's essential that we get back to that. Because that's the shit that's going to be make us be able to survive. Because if you know the herbs, you can survive. You can, you know what to eat. If you know how to, you know what I'm saying? If you know how to um, cook animal food, if you, when it's time for the protein, you know what to eat and what not to eat. You know what I mean? Um, and so there's a lot of concepts that I'm not even going to touch on because when I'm, when, when I, Finish this book is going to be in print for those people that need to read it. I get that, indeed. But um, but there's a value indeed. in the spoken word, okay? The the resonance of the vibrations, and so this right here does more than any newsletter that you could type up on the internet, okay? Because this is God right here. This is sound. You can hear this. You feel me? Indeed. You can feel it. Even if you can't hear you can turn the speaker up, put your hand on it, you can feel the vibrations coming through. That shit is real. Okay? So Indeed. the literal word is um is only for the illuminated, man. <laughs> Real talk. Everybody else is supposed to have the story told to them. That's why I'm- Real shit. The scribes are supposed to be the scribes, and everybody else is supposed to sit down around the fire and, and hear the story. Okay? Right. The griot, that griot shit is real. Like the brother, you know, KT was talking about, like, that shit, that whole Hollywood, the motherfuckers is doing witchcraft to you. And so they got you under spell because you're watching CSI. You be, you know. So, so much so that motherfuckers be watching these crime shows and be trying to do crimes after watching the show and be getting caught. You feel me? Cause they lined you up, silly. Yeah. They got you. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, them motherfuckers ain't using all that. They don't spend that much money in no precincts to be solving no murders. Fuck is you talking about? Like CSI, man, kiss my ass. I can't think y'all fooling. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, they got the ability to, but that don't mean that that's what they doing. So, motherfucker, right. that shit is there to spook a nigga. The whole day, but man, don't shoot nobody. It's CSI, they gonna spray the joint. They gonna know you was in here. Oh yeah. shit, and them niggas ain't spending that money to do that shit. Get the fuck out of here with that. Feel <laughs> me? <laughs> so I mean, that shit is a spell. It's entertainment, yeah, it's entertainment. It's spell, it's yeah, it's there to program yeah. you. 
Okay? And that's them telling the story. They're giving you the morals. They're telling you what's, what's, what's normal and what ain't. So that's why the now. So if you pay attention, they're telling you that we're getting ready to be in the era, in a feminine era. Women are about to take, rule the world. Y'all niggas understand that? Indeed. They are giving you all the symbols. All the archetypes and all the movies have been women. Pay attention. They're telling you. They just took a Greek god and turned him into a woman. They turned Thor into a woman. They're telling you what the next paradigm is. Okay? Hillary Clinton is going to be the president. Mark my fucking words. Okay? Bernie Sanders could do all he like. They ain't going to vote him in. Hillary is going to be the president. Check that out. There ain't going to be no Donald Trump. Donald Trump is there to entertain you motherfuckers. That shit is for the Coliseum. Okay? <laughs> Again, they, they're doing their magic. You feel me? Right. They're doing their magic. Yeah, man. They're doing their magic again. And while they're doing it, they they stringing up your, your, your icon. They're stringing up the America's dad, the black man. Hang him up. Let's go. Really? Now you got to think about yeah. the, the the psychological implications of that shit. Castrated, right? Yeah, but not more so. You know they've been doing it to, to to athletes, right? They do it to rappers, the musicians. <laughs> but this this nigga this here, is body. This is a body. Yeah, this nigga. This is this is the nigga. This is the wholesome nigga, right? So they went right. deep. They dug deep. Into the closet and came up with some slimy shit. Oh, because I'm and I, I was talking to one of my elders and she was and she was a spiritualist and she was like, yo, that nigga's not uh, innocent of anything. Like I'm pretty sure he, you know, what I'm saying he was getting high with the bitches and all that. But I don't think yeah. that it's, it's. I don't think he was just drugging bitches. Like that's his thing. No, I think, bitch, if you want to play with me, you gotta get. You know what I'm saying I like you to be giggling when I put it in your booty hole or whatever the fuck it is that he do. And that's his thing. You feel me? Because not, not for yeah. nothing, not for nothing, my, my godson was with Dick Gregory the other day. He said, Dick Gregory says some slick shit like, yeah, this, don't, we got worried about the girls. It's the boys you got to worry about. And I, my, my godson was like, ah, you feel me? Motherfuckers be having their decadent shit about them, right? But that's not why, right. that's not what happened. Then they're letting you know that this is the era of the white woman. Okay? And what does the white woman do? She hangs niggas up. She fucks them, and then she hangs them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, then, 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 put his penis in me. Hang him. And then they hang that nigga. <laughs> you feel me? Right. Don't get twisted. This is the era of the white woman. Hillary about to be the president. Don't get it twisted. And so they bringing up one icon and they got to destroy the other. Okay? Right. They got to destroy the other. And so Bill Cosby is America's dad. You feel me? Everything that he represented, the two family Ooh. household, because all that who shit. is Billary? Who is who is Billary? Right? Hillary is the wife of who? Of Bill. Of Bill. Come on. Uh, can I? Hold on. Yo, you need to coin that right there. That Billary right there. 
You need to you need to Come hashtag on. that and put rights in reserve. T-shirt. Put that on the Come Fox in. News. Or they gonna buy buy that right up. Billery. Can I can I kibosh it real quick? Yeah, cause Bill, Bill, Bill. Hands on trigger, Bill. All right, who's the enemy to the world now? Talk to me. ISIS. ISIS. And what is ISIS? <laughs> It's a black woman. It's not the black woman. It's the Greco-Roman fucking Egyptian oh, yes. god. Yes. Remember, there's Chimit and there's Egypt. Remember, when yes. they set up the temple of Isis, that's when they began to worship the white woman as god. Bombs, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's build the Absolutely. Build the god. Where's my drone at? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let the drone go. Let the drone go. Let the drone go. Let the drone go. on it at the end of the year 2015 when they pushed the female terrorists to the front. So that was the of end that was the begin, that was the that was the capstone on that ritual because you equated ISIS as a male dominated terror group. But niggas no, that's ISIS. then when then when they hit you with the female version, now you're like female terror organization. ISIS. Speak on it God. Speak on then, it God. Listen. When Francis Crush Wilson came when when the, when the, when the oracle spoke, she told you that the ISIS papers is the training manual to the ISIS. She said in the interview, she said, "Be good, God." Be good, God. Yo, make the shot. Make the shot. Hold on, they gotta lick some shots. They gotta lick some shots. Bye. Easy over here. Lick the shots. So she like the ISIS papers is the training manual to ISIS. So the war against ISIS is, is the shit is multifold. It's so it's so it's multifold, but you dealing with what did did France say to the very the very same place that liberty came from and liberty is in the image of who? Of ISIS, man. Come on. So how you going to have a statue of liberty, the symbol of your liberty is in the form of ISIS, but do it. We were at war with ISIS. Come on. And the, the very no. place that it came from, which was France, said that they're going to have a perpetual police state until ISIS is defeated. But check it. But your man is going blind at the same damn time. So he being mm-hmm. he being accused by all these women and he's also going blind. Dig that. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you talking about you talking about female energy in the moon and all of that kind of stuff and that talks about the talks about blindness. That talks about feeling around in the dark. Feel me? You understand? And so right. we in the age that they they're about to take over. And let me explain something to you. The world is very harsh under female dominion. And when I mean, not to say that they're in in control right now, right? But when they step to the front of it, 
it's going to be a very, very harsh world. Understand that. It's going to be a very harsh world because the ocean is very harsh. Okay? Facts. Right. You understand? The, yeah, the ocean is very hard. Yeah, understand that rules yeah, it gets dark when the moon is out. See hmm? again? It gets dark when the moon is out, B. Absolutely. And so, so we, let's do this. You yeah. Right. Dude, this is a water planet. It's ruled by water. You know what I'm saying? The 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 and all things that maritime admiralty law is in full effect, even in my own tradition. Let me, let me let me let you know. Maritime Admiralty Law rules the the whole entire planet. Okay, the law of the seas is the law of, is the law of this planet. The law of the land changes from land to land. They don't change in, in the sea. That shit is what it is. You feel me? You stay afloat. Okay, so this magic shit is real because they're drawing their power from a. Uh, uh, an emotional space Okay you know, I was talking about Mercury and all of that And the emotions right now You feel me This is an emotional state right now when, This is right. an emotional time You okay. did People are not They're not going by logistics They don't care They're telling you they're not, They don't care about logistics You can have all the cameras you want And they're going to shoot you down that don't mean nothing. They're going to go with their emotions. I thought he was going to kill me. I was scared. Fit for my life. Absolutely. Sorry. Absolutely. I feared for my life. He was an incredible... Don't matter if you shot this what nigga in the back. He was like the Incredible Hulk, a raging beast. Yeah. <laughs> niggas were birth of a nation on niggas. Yeah. And so we, we were entering into a, a, a feminine... Uh, Error, know that, okay? And witchcraft is very, very important because it was invented for women. So if you ain't got no witchcraft with you in this next age, in this next paradigm, you're going to be fucked up. Trust what I'm telling you, okay? Because how a woman is feeling and thinking can affect everything that you're going through. Think about every chick that got a baby father who's a piece of shit that she was like, I hate that motherfucker. If he got 10 chicks saying that shit, that nigga's in a bad space. He's probably in jail somewhere. Because that's, that's a lot of energy to deal with. That's that's coming at you. Okay? All right. And so if you don't get this magic shit together... In this next era, you're not going to be able to survive. And then, and they're telling you this because where did the Pope go? He went to Cuba. You yes, feel me? He did. Yes, he, he went did. to Cuba. And where did he go in Cuba? First stop. He went to La Caridad de Cobre. Tell okay? me what that is. That is the Oshun's temple. Okay? That is the patron saint of Cuba. All right? That's the original right. reason why they was in Cuba was to, was to take copper out of Cuba. Cobre. Copper. All right? So now, if you understand that, now you want to know the science right. behind La Caridad de Cobre is the patron saint in Cuba, right? So they have this story about these sailors was on this boat 
and the winds and the the the, the, the seas started going crazy, and they saw uh, a floating piece of wood with this this saint on it, and they prayed to her, and she appeared to them. And she calmed the waters down, and ever since then they prayed to her on the, on the island, right? right? Now, when you see the image, it's of a mulatto woman holding a baby, and she's dressed in all gold, and she has a halo and all that. And okay. below her on a little boat is three men, and the three men are called the three wands. It's Juan Criollo, Juan Indio, and Juan Negro. Juan the Criollo, he's mixed with Indian and African. Juan the African and Juan the Indian. Ain't no white men on that motherfucking boat. Right. <laughs> Let's be clear about that. Let's get that real quick. Ain't no Juan Blanco. It's Juan Indio, Juan Negro, Juan Criollo. Okay? And so she represents the um, Oshun. In the, in the Catholic uh, understanding, right? So that right. the Pope went over there to go see a female saint, okay? Went to go see a female saint. So these are all, um, like I said, all the archetypes are telling you, or if you pay attention, Supergirl is, the, is ain't no Superman on television, Supergirl. Right, Supergirl. <laughs> and this is not a bad thing. It's just you got to pay attention. This is what's happening. This is their time. You feel me? Indeed. But if you don't got no magic, understand that you ain't going to be able to play with them. So okay. with, let me ask you a question. Would you say that that energy, right, that effeminized uh, matriarch energy, is that could that be said that that is something that is affecting the planet, therefore affecting the organisms on the planet, therefore you know you can see that as the rise in uh, the homosexuals amongst the men because they're very they're very feminine like you know what I mean it's not even a rise in homosexuality it's a rise in men acting like you know um, being very acting much very in touch with feminine nature. Yeah. Yeah, very effeminate. You have that huge class, that huge class of people. Then you have the ones that are completely feminized. You know. Well, let me ask you um, a question. Let me ask you mm-hmm. a question. Just Hold on. I, I don't mean to cut your wisdom. I just wanted to go. Okay. One of one of the the um, deities or one of the saints of that movement would be Bruce Jenner, who got people calling him Caitlyn. Remember, he still got his wood. And he's saying, yo, I still like women. I just have been, in, you know, the, this this matri- this feminized spirit has took, took, you know, it took me over. The Kardashian demon or whatever it is. And made that okay. nigga a woman. Right. But he's like, I'm now, not gay. He's like, I got shorties. But I'm just a flat, you know, I'm I'm an old grandma. <laughs> you know, looking like Lady Now, now dig this. So I said earlier, this is all Admiralty, Maritime Admiralty Law, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're going into the ocean stuff. We're going into So because if we, um, coming out of the age of Pisces into Aquarius, you're going from the water into the air. 
right? Mm-hmm. So, you ever seen a, a, a male mermaid? No. <laughs> exactly. So, the feminine, uh, the the feminine icon is the is the icon for this paradigm. You understand? You follow what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So that, so that Caitlyn Jenner is a mermaid. Don't he look like one? He don't look like the chick from, you know, like when they be showing the mermaids that got that funny look in their eye and they lips no. in a certain way? Look how he yeah. swims. Let's just go as far as he swims like a mermaid. He, remember, that's oh. Bruce Jenner, the guy from the, uh, wait, doesn't he swim? Oh. Exactly. He's a fish. Okay, yes. So, you're talking about uh, we're going into a feminine era and it's aquatic. And so, in the in 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 the water, the concept of male and female is not necessary because in in the water you have certain things that are uh, hermaphrodites, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know the 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 evidence that woman is is really Adam is the fact that of the women's genitalia, right? So there used to be a debate about the the Arisha, the deity of Legbox is represented by a phallus, right? Mm-hmm. So some old timers say, well, this is only be male roads or avatars of a Legbox, and then there's some others that say, no, that's not true. That's female. Roads and one of the elders that I had a conversation with alerted me to the fact that women can a leg can manifest and as a leg but can manifest as a woman as well because it's not the testicles that are his symbol it is the phallus and women still have a phallus it's called their clitoris okay so they have all the parts we don't have their parts they have our parts okay so. That's the universal plug. So when we're going into a feminine era, we're talking about the the concept of of, of hermaphrodites, mermaids, okay. And mm-hmm. and so you're seeing it. This is why all the young boys are dressed up like girls. This is this is and so now and what's crazy is these so the young boys dress up as women, but like you said, they're not cutting their wood off. They don't want to be a girl, okay? They want to dress up and uh, and receive the blessings that come with being a woman in this era, mm. okay? Because so so psychologically, you look at the young boys and right, and so if you've been under attack, and this is just some sort of natural selection shit. If you've been under attack, if you're a young black man and for the last three generations, all the dudes you've seen have either been shot, put in prison, or emasculated, right? And all the women you see are successful. They're the ones that got jobs, they got a, they drive the cars, they, the, the apartments in their name, right? Psychologically, you start to necessarily identify with the female side because that side is living. Being a male, that shit is dangerous. 
you make it to 21, you're doing good. <laughs> After that, you got to figure out how many years you're going to stay out of the system. So psychologically, it's easier to be able to put on a dress. Now, the crazy part is those boys that put on dresses are prostituting themselves to, to white men, and they ain't getting having the white men do sex to them. They're doing sex to the white men. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's, so we're talking about a, a hermaphroditical paradigm a, where it's, everything is in the water. It just is. You feel me? And the feminine energy is the one that has the power. It's 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 uh it's exhibiting its power. It's exercising its power now. Okay? Oh, because it's always been in power, but now it's exercising its power. And so again, like I, I'm gonna be redundant and say that magic is important, witchcraft is important. Witchcraft is important. So that for the black men, not for nothing, they just be going on and on about what a man is supposed to do and what he ain't supposed to do. All right, fine. But if you find yourself where your lady is making more money than you and you necessarily at home, then your best bet is to be the domestic one. Cook the food and that you control. Now you're doing the witchcraft. You understand what I'm saying? If you take control of that of that position and still maintain your masculinity. You did. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Because like you can cook and be a man. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Nigga, absolutely. But <laughs> understand. It, if a nigga loses it at the stove, then he just was, I don't know. <laughs> but my dude, right. you could you could chef it up and still, <laughs> and still be that guy. But what I'm saying is that's, the, that, that's what I'm talking about in terms of the witchcraft. Because now you're cooking the food. You feel mm-hmm. me? Putting that juju in. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that you you determine how what what the um the the temperature and the 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 energy or the static that's going to be in your household based on how because you cooking the food. You know what I mean? And wow. you're clean. You're washing the clothes. You're the one putting the fragrance in the clothes to make everybody smell the way that you want them to smell. You know what I mean? Um, because all of that is is indicative to is witchcraft. Sweeping your house is witchcraft. You're doing that shit. The broom. This is they giving you the symbols. The the witches riding on the broom. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are household things. So like again, look at the iconography of what she uses. She got a, a cooking pot, a broom, <laughs> a spoon. You feel me? Right. And a cat. Right? Everything kitchen based. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, and and there's no surprise when we go to the, we could take it to the realm of all things ratchet, right? And the red the, the red, you know, you take it into the red realm. When the boys is with the flick of the wrist within the whip it what it is. Yeah. It's in the kitchen. In the kitchen. That's where the magic is happening. You feel me? Where the magic is happening. It's in the, where the magic is. The boy said, wow, uh, what did he say? He said, introduce it to my stove. Feel me? Introduce it now, to my stove. 
You want to hear something that was interesting? We have an Arisha that is associated to the stove. Okay? This is an Arisha that originally is associated with the hearth, which is the um, the fireplace. Okay? This Arisha is associated with matrimony and a stable home. <clears throat> and so at the fireplace, all things of the home, the matters and joys of the home are conducted in front of the fireplace. The fireplace was the original kitchen. That's where they cook, right? Right. The fireplace is where you keep warm. The fireplace is where romance appears. They always show you somebody having sex in front of the fireplace. Okay? Mm -hmm. Iron is normally in the fire. Yes. Ironing. All of these things take place at the fireplace. So it is the central uh, icon of the home. Okay? Right. Because remember, the bathroom wasn't in the crib back in the day. Yeah. Right. Bathroom shit wasn't in the house. Right. And you still had to purify, yeah, eliminate that waste through the fire. So this female deity is associated with the hearth because the vagina is associated with the fireplace. That's why you put, they call it your wood. You put your wood Mm -hmm. in the fireplace. Okay? Um. And so it's associated with that that concept of keeping the fire because it keeps this is the the thing that keeps the uh, the tribe going. There was a time when people that's what they did. That was their job. Their post was to keep the fire going. Okay. Yeah. Um. So again, all of these icons and all of this uh, uh, allegory is associated with the fem- with the feminine aspect. Okay was with the feminine aspect because again God invented witchcraft as a means for women to defend themselves against the brute force that men inherently had okay hmm. so she cooks for you and she controls you through how she what she cooks okay she want to keep you calm or she make a little birthday cake for you surprise baby it's not your birthday you feel good or you eat the cake get the sugar Anything that she puts inserts in the food, she essentially is controlling your biochemistry. Okay. Now, on the other side, in terms of the black magic side, the black magic side is based on the idea of of um, projecting. So when you see the Congo ideograms that they have, those are to change the positions of the stars. Okay? My uncle is a very profound astrologer, and he used to always say to me that the stars do not affect human beings. And I used to be like, what is he talking about? Like, how could you say that and you're an astrologer? He says the stars don't affect human beings. They only mirror what is happening down here. So it's like when you're in something, like you're too close if something is too close that you can't see it, so you have to look from a distance. So you can't see the crop circles unless you're in the in the plane, right? So mm-hmm. you look to the stars to see where you are, to, to give you a positioning of where you are, but the stars are not right. affecting you. Okay. So now the concept of the Congo is that they like uh, gunpowder on these ideograms to 
set in motion the position that they want the stars to be in. You understand? Mm. So that so these these ideograms are necessarily portals, okay? And right. portals are very important because that's where things come through. These are these are the holes through these fabrics or these layers that you said Dr. Valentine was talking about, right? So these holes, these portals allow for you to go through the different layers and the different paradigms and the different realities. Okay. So the Congo understood that they could affect by what they did here. So witchcraft is based on that idea. That's why you see they got the voodoo doll. Now, you don't just make the voodoo doll. There's things that have to be done so that, that make it uh, the... Consecrated? Ex- well, it's like an external satellite of the person that you made it of. Mm-hmm. And this is why they, they it's very important that they obtain... Um, personal items from somebody. Now, you could go ahead and try to do all of that shit on your own, but understand that there's a cost for that shit. And if you don't have a union backing you, that cost could be your life. You understand? Um, mm-hmm. So that because the, de- the deities are the liaisons between us and the consequences of things. So if I'm scratched and I have a deity, I have an Nkisi that I've sworn to, that has sworn to me, if I've done something unjustly, the, the Nkisi will necessarily take the burden of the, of the, the debt and then I pay it to the, to the deity. You understand? So right. <clears throat> people that want to necessarily just want to pick up witchcraft without any constructive guidelines will find themselves dealing with uh it's like having a chemistry set and you ain't never took chemistry. You're gonna blow up something at some point. Okay? Mm. If you don't understand the periodic table, you if you ain't got that class and you just bought a chemistry set and you start buying stuff that's volatile, you may blow yourself up. You know, motherfuckers be killing themselves trying to make that crank all the time. Uh, one second you know I mean? let, me, let the people know Give me one minute, Lord. Family three four seven six three seven two one three five. You got about a minute to call in three four seven six three seven two one three five. Press number one if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. We have a lot of callers still in the queue, so we're gonna get back to Q and A right after we yeah, get to the, the uh, people, man. Huh? Yeah, let's talk to the people, man. Indeed. So let's do this. Let's go to caller from the 310. Wait, I don't see it. All right, in the meantime, let's go to caller from the 347-942-347-942. Caller, peace. Peace, peace, uh, Mr. Menti. Peace, greetings. Greetings, Dr. Hammy. Yes, indeed. Alright, uh I'm gonna just go ahead question about two deities. Um, the main one, um, she's a black woman, she has long hair, she has a baby at her feet and she holds a snake around her. Is that Lama Dama? What is her name? 
Um, that's something out of the, the uh, Dominican pantheon of what they call 21 divisions. They call it Mami. Um, it could be a depiction of what they call Mami Wada, or it could be something they call um, Anaisa. Right. I'm on the radio a, show. Excuse me? Uh, um, um, my background. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, it depends. It could be a depiction of uh, uh, a very loosely based deity that comes out of, like, the out of West Africa. It's not from any specific place. They call it mom. It's a mommy water society. Um, then you have something in the Dominican Republic. They have a uh, tradition that they call 21 divisions, and um, in that they have a deity that, that carries a stick around that called Anaisa. Um, so it depends. It depends on um, did you see this this entity, or did or how did you come across? What is the uh, connection? Um, I've had her for a while. Um, I wrapped some amethyst around her. I have a big statue, a little, you know, a big statue of her. Um, I was just wanting to know what her energy is, what is her power. To um to use it, that's really what okay. I'm gonna do. Okay, so now, you're where are you? I'm in New York. Oh, you're in New York. Okay, my advice to you is to find uh, a spiritualist, like a spiritualist, not even anybody that's involved in any Orisha traditions or anything. A spiritualist, and um, get familiar with the spiritualist and find. Like uh, attend what they call uh, a white table or a feast, so that the person will give you some confirmation. Because in order for you, like you may have a, a, an affinity for something, um, but that doesn't necessarily um, denote that 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 spirit is walking with you. Um, and so you, it takes outside people to look at you. And tell you, and when you get a culmination of the same script from different people, then then you have that builds your confidence and it gives you a confirmation of things. So that if I took you to the Bronx and then, and you met a woman and she told you that you had that spirit, and then I went, we went to to Chicago, and a person got possessed and the spirit came down and it was like, oh, I'm we attached and gave you confirming incidences in your life that only you and God could have known about. Those are the things that help build up your your uh your confidence between you and the spirit. So um because sometimes some deities can be um annoyed if you're not if they don't have any specific um debt with you or any specific connection, they can become annoyed if you call them all the time. So I for me, I, I, for you, I, my advice is to necessarily make sure that um, you get a, a, a well-rounded view to um, to know whether or not that spirit is truly with you and, and if it's beneficial to you, okay? Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, you could go and buy a statue or something, but some of these deities, they have... Um, Initiation processes to go through And um, Calling on that energy Like I said could be wanting And you don't want to um, You don't want to Plug into something that might Short circuit you then, uh, For lack of Of um, words But you don't want to plug into something That's going to overload you 
because you have to understand that you in, you involve yourself in these, with these deities and you put yourself at risk because the deity, if the deity finds a way to necessarily to use you as a portal, you could be getting possessed. And you, if you don't have the, the proper channels to go through, you could be at your job and get possessed with that. And if they don't have any reference to that, they will put you in a crazy house. Understand that. And so we have these these checks and balances for uh, as a means to make sure that the deity doesn't take advantage and is in the proper setting, so that people don't wake up and find themselves in Bellevue. Okay. <laughs> so, so there is a difference between. Um, what you was talking, what you're talking about, and uh, the comedic deities. There's a major difference. There's no connection to all of these deities. I'm not saying like Kim is the only one, but there's no connection to what deity connects to who, especially like the one I'm talking well, about now. Well, see, the thing is, I I'm initiated to Chango, right? But that's mm-hmm. from a series of of uh, investigations that. Different people at different times said the same thing, okay? And then it was necessarily uh, checked with divination, meaning I went and sat down and got a reading, not just because with somebody sitting there and telling me what they see, but the actual divination of shells. So that gives them an indication that Shango is speaking in my life. Now, when just, like with the comedic thing, see, because there is no um, specific priesthood that I know of, it's um it's a shot in the dark. Like, so it's based on, you know, you, what you feel drawn to. With the Orisha stuff, it's a little different because you may be somebody, and, and I've seen it happen where people have come in and they're like, oh, I like Chango, and Chango is great. And I love Chango, and then when it's time for them to get initiated, that's not their guardian angel. And the person is now they got to be initiated to about the law, yeah, And the person is like, oh, but Chango, and Chango is not what the person needed. Chango is not the best deity to walk with them in this existence, okay? And so that it's not based on like a, you have an affinity towards them. It's based on which deity is best suited to walk this journey in this reality with you. So you can have aspirations, you know, oh, I want to be initiated to this, but that's not, that the deity may not accept you. You may not be of of their caliber, or, or they may not have a lesson to teach you in this lifetime. Okay? Well, I was told about to lie was was uh, over my head. But I never was initiated, but I was told from priests that two people, a woman and a man, that Obatala was was mine. Oh, I mean, and that's, I'm not I'm not disputing that. But until you get initiated, it's always changing. No, I so got until that the person, You understand? Like, it's always no, no, changing. And so um, with the Arisha, the Arisha are a little bit more specific. Now, spirits... Nonetheless, when you have when we talk about spiritualism, we're talking about spirits. And these may be entities that have come and lived on earth or not. 
they um can be very wanton. Like you can pick up spirits, they can become attached to you and and, and and like your aura and become a part of your spiritual core. Um some of them you inherit, some of them have, have been assigned to you, right? But that's mm-hmm. a very intimate um investigation. Like Somebody tell you something about a, a spirit of yours, not a deity, but a spirit. The um, the information better be very specific, okay, and it better be very specific in, to time and place. Like somebody got to tell you something that only you knew, and give you occurrences that have happened to you over and over again to necessarily be able to to give you an insight or to identify the spirit that they see with you. And you can only confirm that when another person that has the spiritual eye sees it and confirms it. Like, oh, like so if I tell you, oh, I see a spirit around you and he's barefoot and he got a red belt on and a, and a black hat with a, a, a long feather in it, right? So you take that, oh, okay. But you go someplace else and another spiritualist be like, yo, I see a man with you. You'd be like, really? He'd be like, hey, he's barefoot. And I think, is it a feather I see with him? Then you can conclude that the information is coinciding with each other and that that's a real phenomenon that they, they acknowledge around you. You understand what I'm saying? As mm-hmm. opposed to you coming from the spot and I'd be like, oh, Yemaya's around you. Like, ah, those people would be a lot of times, they'd be full of shit. You know what right, I mean? Right. You know, they they just trying to get your money. Like, oh, I see a, I see a leg bar around you. Oh yeah, so you need a, a cleaning in the bath. Like get the fuck out of here with that shit. Let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> if the person, my godfather used to have the saying, "Don't tell me my foot hurt. Tell me how to fix it." Okay. okay. We ain't here to tell you that you got a, a toothache. I got to tell you what you need to do to fix it. You understand? So that's what you should be looking for when in terms of when you come in contact with these spiritual people. They got to have clear. Uh, indecisive uh, advice. Okay. Mhm. What was you had any other questions, mother? I don't want to take up time. I don't, you know, twins said it's up more calls. I don't want to take up time. I did, but I, I mean, it's all right. I'll wait till next show, or I'll email you oh. or something. All right. But was the the answer um, befitting of you to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. cool. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Have a blast, one, sister. Peace. Yes, indeed. I'm waiting for Blue to open up his line so we can get to these callers. Peace. All right. Peace. Yeah. There you go. Indeed. We're going to go to caller now from the 310776. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace. Alafia, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, Alafia, Brother Oba. Great show, great interview. This is Apetabi Adunola. And I've been in Apetabi for 16 years. And I have my warriors, et cetera, et cetera, and other santos lavados. And I'm about to make saints soon in Cuba. But my question to you is, a lot of the elders get offended if apetabis or espiritistas do their own baños, their own baths. And I'm trying to understand why that would be, 
because they're not making official omiero with the snail, et cetera, et cetera, but just a general bath, such as what Marie Laveau did and our mothers' mothers before that. So I wanted to know your take on Aberisha protocol and doing certain baths when they can't access their elders. Okay. If you're making a spiritual bath, uh-huh. I don't. I personally don't see any harm in that because, exactly. as a godparent, I don't have any um, dominion over your spiritual court. Okay, mm-hmm. your spirit. Your, no one can initiate you into your bovida. You initiate your own bovida. You set okay. your own glasses up, and you and you go and you sit Misa and you sit Central and you identify your, your spirits based on being um, participating in the ceremonies, right? Mm-hmm. So if your spirit tells you, like, because I, I have godchildren, and if my godson tells me, yo, I, I made a bath for myself, that is not in any way a violation, mm-hmm. okay? Um, now, if you told me that you have, you said you have santos that are allow, if you was to be like, oh, I made a mirror from Obatala, then I would be like, oh, no, well, you don't have, you understand? Because there's a ceremony exactly. that gives you license to do that. When it comes exactly. to the spiritual, there is no um, there's no initiation to it. You go and you sit in misa. You get a, you get mm-hmm. your investigation pieces done, and then you sit misa and you work and you 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 uh, comply with the different things that have been prescribed for you to necessarily elevate your spiritual core, right? Okay. Um, exactly. Now, don't get it twisted. Human beings are human beings, and people be tripping on ego and shit like that, okay? Mm-hmm. And right. they feel like, so I have godchildren that I have initiated. I have two crowns made. I know about the mm-hmm. and I got you. Both of them are older than me in age, right? I'm not their mm-hmm. father. You understand? I am their right. spiritual navigator. Now, when it comes to Orisha stuff, I necessarily have to have a... a to give my opinion about what I think they should do in their best interest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, their ultra is their ultra. To make it yeah. plain, they paid for it. If you pay for your ceremonies, it's yours. You've mm-hmm. taken God home with you. I don't have anything to how you deal with God. That's between you and God. You Once okay. you get your ita, and they tell, or we should tell you how they want you to necessarily handle them, that's between you and them. Now, right. I may be offended by how you necessarily uh, are, you know, um, promoting the house and, and whatever morals that you're taking. I might not associate with that, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I can't come and take my ultra back. You paid for it. You went through the ceremony. It's yours, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, if I'm really a priest... I have to take that on the chin because if my guardian angel told me to initiate somebody and they do whatever they do with their ultra, that was for what they were supposed to do. You feel right. Me? Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I don't see anything wrong with that, sweetheart. In fact, your spirit, your spiritual court will save you because your mm-hmm. spiritual court will give you the insight whether or not you're in the right ultra house or not. Exactly. Exactly. Okay? Mm-hmm. So no, don't 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 lose that part of yourself. If you find yourself going to the supermarket and buying basil and thyme and making mm-hmm. a spiritual bath with some Florida water and some colonia, do just that because that may necessarily be your spirit telling you to do something to offset whatever calamity may be. You know what I'm saying in front of you. I see. 
I see. So you don't see like the uh, you don't see like the big deal like um, certain you know different ramas such as la pimienta you know battling maybe with the criollos or the millionaires and the different elays and stuff because everyone does their everyone has their own different technique on how they do it. So it's I always believe that there is like there's many different ways to fry a chicken. So I try to respect people's differences, but sometimes like I say, it's the elders that may have an issue with certain things because they're like, well, you're not asensado yet, so you can't tell people to do this. And I'm like, okay, the Wicca people do it, et cetera, et cetera. This is not well, um, Ocha. So you understand Well, the thing saying? is, as an Espiritista, right, when you become, you're you're an Espiritista by nature. You're an Espiritista mm-hmm. when people refer to you. Like, oh, she's an Espiritista. Like, she sits Misa. She passes Agum. Or mm-hmm. she gives evidencia, right? Mm-hmm. No initiation process in that. Like, you don't pay to go to the Misa. You just show up. You bring something. They ask you to bring some flowers. You bring some cigars. That's your payment, right? You mm-hmm. may contribute for the food, whatnot, unless you're having the Misa. But at, in the end, it's an open thing. When, Ocha, when elders in Ocha have something to say about something spiritual, they're out of line because mm. nobody say anything about anybody's spiritual court. Like I got a my godfather has a godson who has multiple different initiations. He's twenty one divisions. He's Vodun. He does all of that. My godfather don't say nothing to his godson about none of that because that's not his business. Unless mm-hmm. that stuff that he does with that starts to impede on his Orisha lifestyle, then it becomes a problem. Okay, mm-hmm. but if you are an espiritista and you're working a glass of water and people are coming to you and they're giving you a derecho, a, a, a fee, and you're prescribing baths for them or making baths for them, nobody mm-hmm. can say anything. Some of the some of the best santeros made their living or made their money to make ocha by doing the spiritual work. I see. You understand? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, no, don't, don't, don't never let somebody... Um, Try to suppress your your spiritual um, exercise. Not at all. Ultra Thank stuff, you. Like I said, mm-hmm. if you don't, if you're not initiated, don't 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 cross a line that that you don't need to. Because forget just the, the human scrutiny. Some stuff is just energy thing. You feel me? But mm-hmm. in terms of the spiritual, you should have you should have a green light. As far as I was learned, and that's been all my life. So I don't okay. have any saying how any of my godchildren what spirits they can. I can't tell them no. You can't have no Dominican spirit, or you can't have no African. You know what I mean? That's not mm-hmm. for me to say. That's not my um. It's not my expertise in terms of them. I have to let them grow spiritually on their own. Okay. I see. I see. Well, thank you so much. A beautiful interview. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Thank you. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Thank you. Okay, well, that's B and and I hope you um your your uh asiento goes well and may the Lord bless you and may you get all of the answers that you need to be answered um questions answered in your ita so that you can have a blueprint for how you want to walk your life. Okay. I say thank you so much. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Peace. Okay, family, we're going to take two more callers. Let's go to the 936-933, 936-933. Yeah. 
the salt water that's in the womb. So her name, Iyemonja, refers to mother of fish. Okay, and so this is why she's regarded to the mother of all creation on earth because everything came out of the ocean. Um, it was aquatic first. So Oshun, the river, um, pays tribute to the ocean because the river always finds its way to to uh, to dump its minerals into the ocean. Okay. Yeah, it, because the ocean is the um, the collector, the bank of wealth. Okay, right. um, and so the river, the river is what uh, picks up and and circulates the wealth throughout the land because the minerals are going through the river. So, mm-hmm. yeah, is actually the progenitor yeah, of Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. So this is um why Yemaya is the um. She's the big mama. She is the mammy, okay? She's the one who uh, feeds children on her breast that don't belong to her, okay? Um, and so, so that you get fish from a place that you ain't never been to. You be getting fish from someplace off the, out the Arctic that you ain't never been there before. So there's a part of the ocean that's feeding you that you don't even belong to that area. Okay, that's the concept of her feeding children that don't belong to her on her breast. Everybody eats from the ocean because your goods are transported through the ocean. All right. Um, mm-hmm. So Oshun is subordinate to Yemaya because Yemaya is elder and Yemaya is the midwife to Oshun's children. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, I got you. So Yemaya is the um is the archetype for all female energy. Alright? All female energy. The moon, um, water, the breast, the buttocks, the birth canal, all of that is associated with Yemonja. Okay? The belly yeah. of the woman after she gives birth is associated with Yemonja. Okay? Mm. Um it's funny because you know America be like, you know, uh, the girl with the flat stomach and all that, right? Yeah. But the one that got the good cookie is the one that got the little kangaroo pouch in the front. Real talk. Real real rat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She got that little padding in the front. You know what I mean? But nah, so you be needing that that motion of the ocean. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Okay. All right, give out, give out, Thanks, thank, thank y'all, pills, man, for dropping uh, curing these headaches, man. Already, peace out. Already. Hey, give thanks. Peace. Go to our last caller. Caller from the four zero four six nine five four four. Six nine five caller, peace you yours. Welcome to the program. Hello. Greetings. Hello. Hey, peace, peace, brother Opa. This is Melinda. Um, peace. I just, I just had a question. Um, I'm 33. I am in my 20s. I was kind of wilding out, did some crazy things. Um, 
And I have had uh, multiple abortions. So mm-hmm. I wanted to know, um, was there anything I should do for that spiritually, I guess? I mean, because I've heard some people talk about abortion candles or something like that. Um, so. Now, this is what you do. I'm going to give you this. This is for free, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. And any other sisters that's out there listening, listen very carefully. I want you to get a glass of water, okay. right? A clear mm-hmm. glass of water. Try not to have any indentations in it. Just a very clear glass of water. And you fill it up with the coldest water that you can put inside of it, okay? Okay. And I want you to put that glass of water on the floor, and I want you to light a candle by it, like a little tea candle on a plate. Light the candle. And when you put this glass of water down, I want you to dedicate it to whatever child that you may have sent back to heaven. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you ask that they um, find a suitable vessel to fulfill their destiny when they come. Right? Mm-hmm. And you light the candle and you let it sit for one night. The next day, when you go about whatever you're doing, you should see bubbles in the in the glass of water. You dump the glass of water in the drain, turn it upside down, go about your day. When you come back in the house to settle down again, fill the glass up with water, with cold water, and now this time leave it on the counter and light a, glass, light a small candle and say a prayer again so that all the spirits that may have tried to come through you that were not able to, but may they be able to find a better vessel to fulfill their destiny, right? Okay. And you leave the mm-hmm. glass of water and the candle, and then the next day you should see bubbles in it, and you pour it out. The next, after the next time you do it, you pour the cold water in it, and you take it and you try to put it at the highest point in your house, either on top of a bookshelf or on top of a, a cabinet, kitchen cabinet, someplace high. This where this is where you're not gonna light the candle. Because now the okay. glass is closer to the, to the sun and closer to heaven. And what you're doing is you're elevating those spirits so that they go back to the source and so that they are able to recycle themselves and come back into another vessel and find uh, a lifetime here. Okay? Okay. Okay. And so you're praying for them that that it was you may not have been prepared for them to necessarily fulfill their destiny here, and so that you are asking that they find suitable vessels and hosts so that they may necessarily come here and experience this world and elevate to have this experience and be able to um, incarnate again, okay? Mm-hmm. And I would also, for you, I would go and I would get myself, you live near a river? No. Where do you live? No. Uh, in Atlanta. You're in Atlanta. There's no river or stream um, near you? There may be one. Yes, there may be one. Yeah, yeah. The Chattahoochee. Okay. Yeah. I want you to find mm-hmm. a stream and collect some river water, like some creek water or river water. Collect it in a jar. Okay? Mm-hmm. And let it sit in the window for like five days. And after five days, I want you to take an orange and burst the orange inside of it and take a bath with that, okay? Mm. So that you absolve yourself 
of the of the uh the burden. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you absolve yourself of the burden. It's almost because you have to cut those ties from those entities so that they can move on. You understand? Because when a mother mm-hmm. a woman gets pregnant and when she has a child, even if she has the child, the child is connected to her for at least eight years. Okay. Mm. Okay. And so this is why when like if a woman comes to see me and she wants to get a reading for her child, it's best that she doesn't bring the child that I can read her through read the child through her if the child is younger than eight years old. Okay? Because by mm-hmm. the time they become eight they have a, their own opinions about things. So that they can make their own opinions whether or not they want to hear what the future lies ahead. Because you have to be willing to hear the the, the truth in order to um for it to manifest for you. Okay? Okay. okay. Anything so else, to, Mama? Um, um yes, yeah, so to get a reading from you, um I would just well, reach you through thing. your email. Mm-hmm. The thing is this. I don't do readings over the phone, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Because it just feels impersonal to me. Mm -hmm. Um, What, if you can't, like, if you drop um, an email to me, what Mm -hmm. I can do is try to find somebody, because I know some people in Atlanta that are functioning, that are um, of good character and all of that, that, like, they're not trying to, you know, they ain't tripping about nothing. And these are people that they they have a, a pretty good handle on the religion, okay? And I can okay. put you in contact with these people and so that they can, you know, spoon feed you and introduce you to the culture bit by bit, mm. okay? Um, because that's one of the things that I regret is the fact that I'm not mobile like that. Like I got charged mm-hmm. $51 for a reading. So for you to mm-hmm. put me on a bus to come down there to read you for $51, it don't make no sense. You hear me? Yeah. Um, okay. And I don't like to do things over the phone because, again, it's not it's impersonal. Like I trust mm-hmm. my spirit to tell me the real, the right thing, but I won't be settled if I was to read you over the phone. It just would be awkward to me, you know. Okay. Well, I will be up that way for the big debate. So I will. Um, I guess I'll get in touch with you around that time. Yeah. yeah, well, uh, you could like I'm on Instagram, so I, you can follow me at um, E K U N seven on Instagram. And Say that again. DM me E mm-hmm. as in Eric, uh-huh. K mm-hmm. as in King, mm-hmm. U as in University, N mm-hmm. as Negro, mm-hmm. and the number seven. Ekun seven okay. is my um, Instagram, and you can hit me on that. Like you DM me. Um, and, um, you know, I, I try to put you in line with something. Like I said, it's a lot of times people be wanting to check for me and they want readings and they want to talk about their dreams, and it's a little bit overwhelming because sometimes I'm out here in the field, I'm doing work. Like, I'm, I'm as I'm speaking to you all, I'm in Florida right now, and my guy oh, sometimes okay. I go down here to do some work for him. So um, it's all relative. I'll be on the go, so... Sometimes people are like, yo, I want to get up with you, or they want me to get on the phone with them and interpret some dream or something, and I'm like, yo, I don't have the time to. Like, unfortunately, like, I'm always moving and doing stuff and singing songs and killing chickens and, you know what I mean, consulting mm-hmm. people and all kinds of stuff. So 
but like I said, if you um if you hit me up, I'll I'll, I'll definitely make an effort to try to plug you in. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you to the caller. Appreciate you. We appreciate the overwhelming response. <clears throat> Tonight's episode as received from the listening audience. Um, I definitely had an honor of being in the audience myself and learning, you know, uh, a complete story. I mean, the return of, like you said, the Griot just telling the story in the entire village, just, you know what I'm saying, allowing the imagination to keep pace with those stories. So Mm -hmm. I want you one more time to give your contact if it's going to be an email or a phone number, whoever they can get in contact with you. And, um, you know, hopefully, like you said, plug into your network. If you have particular people in particular regions, you know, you might need an app for that one day or so. Well, the thing is, the thing is right now I'm working on some, um, some other, uh, contact situations. Like right now I'm just using my Instagram so they can follow me at, at, at Kuhn7, E-K-U-N-7 um, on Instagram. The email thing, it, what happens is if I get people to email, it gets flooded, and that shit goes off on my phone, and I'd be like, you know, I'm not really the dude to do the phone too much. So I'll get in the mode, and I'll just turn the phone off, and then I don't hear nobody. So right. at least with the Instagram, it don't, like, I, I'll look, and I'll see that I got the Instagram Requests and I answer them, and then you know if somebody sent a message, I can hit them back. But the email, you know, I got too much stuff going through the email. So, but I am in the process of trying to put something together, um, like a like a newsletter for right. the traditional stuff. You know what I mean for the people. So I'm um, I'm in the, in the right. works of doing that right now. You feel me? So um, you heard it here, family. I got this book. Well, once I finish the book, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a um I'm gonna try to move around and go see the people in all different places and give them a little tutorial on the stuff that I'm talking about in the book. You know what I mean? Um, right. But um, yeah, man, I gotta like I said, man, I gotta shout out the people, man. Y'all do y'all do a lot of work, man. Y'all need to be everywhere. Like I'll be following you on the grams. Y'all need to be everywhere, man. Y'all be putting in the down. I gotta look a shot for y'all. Um. For my Thank brother you, Chris, you know what I mean? For yeah. my brother Ock, for A.A. Hey, hey, Rashid, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. Um, for the brother King hey. Simon, I never met King Shabazz. Simon. You know what I mean? Shabazz, you know what I mean? I got a liquor shop for the brother Shabazz. Um, you know what I mean? All of the, 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 the kings and queens that came before me that laid down the foundation, you know what I mean? Um. Yeah, everybody, you know, like, it's just conversation, you know what I'm saying? Like, right now, it's it's conversation, like, you know, we got to get to a place where our conversation is about what the fuck the housewives are talking about. But let's talk about, you know what I'm saying, this magic and this spiritual shit so we can, you know what I mean, at least get into momentum, you know what I mean? That's that's why. We're sitting in front of Nickelodeon and, um, you know, whatever those other programs are, and they're getting indoctrinated with early entry magic by way of these TV shows. Because there ain't no yeah, TV absolutely. show on Disney that don't got magic in it. And absolutely. Just, they they becoming acquainted on that side. So you lose the opportunity 
to actually align them with something real and then they get pulled into the other shit and Lord knows where that's going to end up. So, well, the other thing, I, I, we was, remember we were talking about the whole thing about this um this movie club thing, man. That's um something that I want to get to going. You know what I mean? Have some kind of thing. Even if it starts out in a park, like, you know, the white folks be having their little shit. They be having little movies in the park and shit. We need to get yeah, something yeah, like that going. This is something I discovered when we went to Detroit and we experienced a spot called 90s Knowledge Cafe, and I would love to bring you out there, um, you know, to uh, to do some work, some workshops, and to speak to the uh, the people of Detroit, Michigan, because that energy, that, that like, we got to bring you to the to the spot, right, Blue, the bead shop, the museum, the bead yeah. museum with the mirrors. Yeah, out of here. Out of here. Like, just the energy of Detroit alone is something that you're going to resonate. Like, the force is strong out there. You know, yeah, so the force is very strong out there. And we've been in conversation, me and you, the um, the ending of last year up to now, and I was giving you a rundown of what we're going to be doing with this platform this year in regards to getting into promotions and starting to do these events and these seminars and these workshops with the KKO Collective, you know what I mean? Because... Mm-hmm. If we don't do it, it won't get done. And if it doesn't get done, that would be um, it would be a slight. You know what I mean? It, it, the yeah, ancestors wait. are not trying to hear that. So they're, they're putting everything in. The, in the, it, as I'm seeing everything, they're, they're putting everything in a position that needs to be put in position for that to happen. But this conversation what? we're having tonight must continue. It must evolve. We need to put visual components to it. Um, we need to even take it as far as to shoot it in film, like create film from it, document it, put it in the form of a documentary, the same way that we saw the commercial or the trailer for Hidden Colors this week. You know, we need to um, get together and begin to document this in the day and in the now. Like you said, we're living in the now, in the current, in the present. There's no time that's most important but for now. And the brother has the tools he has the glasses to see through the veils, to see through the layers, to pierce the, um, you know, to pierce the realms of, uh, of a of a world that just because you can't see it, it doesn't mean that it's not there. It is definitely there. Right. It's real. It's powerful. Um, it's global. Like I wanted to add on to what you were saying. Go ahead, Blue. Now it's the the fluidity of illusion or the illusion of fluidity, the fact that you think that you don't live in a fishbowl when there's an ocean <laughs> surrounding you and you are swimming in it and inhaling and exhaling the water molecules every second given. So you don't see the aquatic ocean that you're surrounded by, but it's still there. Okay. And you don't see the signal that's emitting from your phone right now. You don't see the intelligence that's leaving your phone right now that's connecting to either a tower or a satellite that's beaming down into another phone like the brothers in Miami and we're speaking to him and we're in New York. You don't see the intelligence that's emitting from our phone or the, the waves, but there's no denying that that, that that doesn't exist because we're on the phone, okay? So the same way that that intelligence is an is an application, is it's actually a... Um, 
you know, it's solution-based. It make things, you know, it's an algorithm. It's making things happen. It's the same way that when we tap into the elemental forces, the unseen, things begin to happen. Things begin to take place. You know what I mean? Communication commences. Same way that we can communicate on these devices, and there's no, you, you, it's, you, you know, you can see it with special glasses, but there's a signal that's emitting. So the brother's saying that this, that's the same way that he's communicating with a realm of intelligence, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you necessarily can't see the intelligence, but it doesn't negate the fact that it's not here and it's effective. One thing I noticed that we had this conversation, and I'm glad that um, you touched on the underworld aspect, Brother Obar, and the fact that the fact that we don't communicate with the underworld or where there's no liaison and no bridges, and I don't think that a lot of people are taking enough time to understand it. You know, when you do your homework and your knowledge, it, it, everything that you're saying is true because everywhere where there's an underworld that we know about, you know what I'm saying, there's a spiritual system attached to that, mm-hmm. you know, except in the hood. You know what I mean? The, 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 whatever they're dealing or working with, the 48 Laws of Power, uh, Alpo Alpo DVDs, um, <laughs> not nah, real sort, Reasonable Doubt, yeah, real Ready sure. to Die. Um, you know, they read the Iceberg Slim, that form yeah. of magic and griot and yeah, stuff not, like that. The, the jails, the, the urban legends. Because mm-hmm. remember, all of the urban legends would be like those deities. They would be like those saints. So the griots That's give true. you the stories about the urban legends when you go into purgatory, the underworld, to get initiated, which is the jail, okay? Absolutely. So when you go into the underworld, people come out of the underworld like the hero twins. When you go into the hero twins creation myth, they went into the underworld, right, to deal with the under trickster. Remember, the trickster gods and the um, the other deities and whatnot, they, they defeated the underworld gods, came from the underworld with the secrets. So you come out of the jail, like I spoke to a brother who um who's an elder in the community, and he went down for some paperwork, and we thought he got 40 years, but he really got five. He was like, yo, they had me with Madoff, they had me with all of the banksters and Club Fed. He was like, I came out with so he, I came out with information that I would never get on YouTube or in a book. They they explained to me the whole banking system. They explained to me securities, debtors versus creditors, all of that stuff that he got that from the underworld. So mm-hmm. when you do the research on all of these quote unquote Afro Cuban, I mean Afro Latin and Afro Caribbean underworld syndicates, you got the Haitian Zoes. The Haitian Zoes deal with what? Voodoo. They got that voodoo. The voodoo. You go into Brazil. You got the Pilo, you got the Brazilians, you got the and the favelas, the favela gangs and the favela willies and the favela syndicates. I'm talking about syndicates. I'm talking about people who dealing with they're on the edge, they're, they're anti-establishment, living on the edge, but they flirt with death on a constant basis. They have spiritual systems. Those spiritual systems would be Santeria and other things. You go into Cuba, you got your underworld over there. They're dealing with a spiritual system, Palo, and other things. Facts. Facts. You go into Jamaica. Jamaica has an underworld syndicate that is world-renowned. They and family, if y'all in the clubs dubbing up to reggae and dance hall, winding up your waist, you are that that, un, that whole un, that, their underworld 
is the power. You know how they say powered by Namco when we used to play video games? That shit's powered by the un- the regular dance hall is powered by the underworld. Absolutely. And hip hop, the hip hop, the, the club shit, everybody's in the club turning up to Future. Everybody's turning up to Big. Everybody's turning up to Jay. That's the hip hop culture is powered by the underworld, okay? That's the fucking current. The frequency is the underworld. And that's facts. All right? Let's just be fucking real. Let's not be puritanical tonight. So in Jamaica, you got the Obia. The, the underworld syndicate is connected to a spiritual African spiritual system. It's called Obia. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely, so, and don't think that the Messiah ain't doing. And, and let's violence. let's put the let's put the crown the, let's put the crown on it all. Go into fucking Mexico, El Chapo uh, wannabes, and go check out what they're doing over in Mexico. Their patron saint is called La Moreta, the Lady of Death. All right, mm-hmm. well, the whole fucking their whole cartel syndicate is all dealing with underworld dark magic. They're dealing with black. You know, they get the, the name of their crews, the fucking, uh, uh, what you would call it? Um, uh, what's them dudes? Well, the, the, Ni- the Knights Templar. They got the Knights Templar. When they're doing beheadings, those are rituals, family. Those are not just murders. They're feeding their gods. When you do go and research La Moreta, their shrine set up against all up in the city. When I did the research, they researched the people, the, the um, Roman Catholic priest. The Roman Catholic priest was like, it's not a drug war. It's a spiritual war. It's a yeah. spiritual war. He was like, there's a spiritual war going on in Mexico. They're summoning deities to fight against the saints from the church. He was like, the people are running out of the Catholic church, and they're running into La Moreta. Well, so you, like, did you see that last movie that they made, um, Sicario? Nah, I didn't get to see that. I saw Narco, though. I saw Narco, and then I saw, I saw Narco, and then I saw the Pablo documentary on Netflix, and they said it in the documentary. The first name for the crew was the El Magicians. They called them the Magicians, and when they created the um, the group called Death to the um, Kidnappers, they were doing rituals in the goddamn jungle. So you mean to tell me this, family? Think about this: coca leaves come from the jungle. Anytime you do work, hmm. Yeah, they wow. put a spell on everybody. The, somebody got that a music phone. Cocoa leaves, the po- cocaina is a plant. It's coming from the jungle. It's coming from the, the plant kingdom, okay? When you're dealing with the netarus and the nature, when you're dealing with the deities, when you go into the jungles and the forests of Africa, the jungles and the forests of Brazil, the jungles and the forests of South Central America, North America as well, that's where the magic happens. That's where you get busy at. So you mean to tell me they wasn't doing magic over the cocaine to make them fucking all of those tons of cocaine get into America? You mean to tell me they wasn't doing rituals to make that shit disappear? You mean to tell me when they were sacrificing their enemies, they wasn't doing blood rituals and they were feeding some kind of deity to make sure that they... You mean to tell me when Pablo Escobar went to war against the whole state of Colombia, he didn't have some fucking uh, people protecting him? He didn't have some form of protection? They said that, yeah, the first dude that came in, the cigarette man... They said that he was a priest. He was the priest. And the narcos, mm-hmm. they was talking about his, his, his suaveness. He was able to move through these worlds undetected. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even see him. And he came with the mix. So, you know, it always goes back we to have, the story. Yes, well, they, we they, have. They even, the story. Well, did they even, the um the true moral of the story in um in uh, City of God is that the, at the nigga Little Zay, Fornicated with the beads on. 
facts. Okay. And that's when his shit went That's horrible. really the, the moral of that whole story is that he fornicated with the bees on. The old man told him, you can do whatever you want, just don't fuck with these bees on. And they show mm-hmm. it to you. They give you a little, a little, uh, 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 a glimpse of it. Because when he's raping the chick, he got the beads on. And they show, they don't show his face. They just show from the neck to his his torso and the beads slapping against her. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, and he didn't start doing what he was able to do until he went to go see the Juju Man. Juju Man put the beads around him. The niggas got going around shooting up everybody. Pop, 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 pop. Yo, right? do you remember... <laughs> Do you remember the baby face story when we was all teenagers and flat put in Absolutely. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so family, baby face, right? We was all in we was all in we, we had this was like ninety three. Yeah. Yeah, like nobody can tell me about magic coming out of Flatbush. And that's a fact. You it's over with. <laughs> I was around the Haitians, I was around the Jamaicans, I was around the Panamanians. I was around the Trinidadians, okay? We grew up around all of the magic. Yeah. And then the Africans came later with their shit. Babyface, they killed Babyface. Flatbush uh, is, is funny because it's, it's enchanted. Because you don't know what the fuck is going on in Flatbush. Because <laughs> everything that's going on in Flatbush is happening in the fucking back ways. It's yeah. happening behind the fucking restaurants. It's happening in the basements of the, build, of the tenements and all that. So... You don't see what's really going on. Like, I've been on Flatbush Avenue with my homeboy, and niggas that took me above some little fucking spot that was selling hair or some shit, and above that, these niggas got a gambling spot in there. It's a Straight bunch of niggas going like, down. Like, what the fuck is going on? Niggas like, oh, shit, what you... And I see niggas I ain't seen in years, like, yeah, that's where you be at. Niggas like, yeah, sir. Like, and if yeah, you're not man. in the know, you don't know where to go. Because I remember living in Flatbush in the 90s. I'm talking about in the, in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. My grandfather used to live on New York between Snyder and Tilden. I remember having okay. to go through all kinds of shit just yeah, to get a bag yeah. of weed from over there. Niggas yeah, be yeah, like, nah, yeah. son, I don't know you. Niggas be like, ain't no weed around here, ain't no bud. Nah, son. Feel me? And if you didn't know somebody, you couldn't get plugged in because they had gotten rid of the weed spots in the bush at this time. So everything was flat, undercover. Yes. Flat bullets, so, flat bushes, underworld, nature. Going back to what you were talking about, that secret society or that Omareta, that that code. So this is, a, you know what I mean? Like we came up, this we came up in a secret society. It was called posses. Remember, Absolutely. you remember you didn't necessarily give it up. You didn't tell everybody you was in the posse. Nah. It was only nah. when we started forming after school and wilding that everybody. Oh look, the twins is in the posse. They in MGP. They in CE. Right, right. But it was well, the brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You, the, 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 the society. So like you said, when we was growing up, it went from like you had DCEP and then you had, like most people don't really understand low-life culture. They think low-life culture, like everybody was just low-life. Like, nah, that's, a, that's the broad thing. The niggas that's really from, that really started that shit, they, they tag a bitch. Low life, you see B-I-T-C-H, that's the niggas from MGV and all that. And the niggas mm-hmm. from fucking St. John's, right? See, nobody talks about, yeah, nobody talks about Ralph Lowe, the St. John's low life, the super gangster, the, the gangster yeah, element of the low life shit. Um, they got Thurston Howell in them and other people with the low life thing. But the real low life, the super gangster ones, St. John's, I promise you. Yeah, St. John's get to you. Heart, my heart was in the, in my shoe the first time I went over there. I could say that on the phone. 
facts and, and not feel no kind of way about it because if you was in my shoes, you would understand what I'm talking about. These were very dark figures, B, with a lot of polo on, but they were in they were they were in it for the kill. The niggas was killing. Yeah. You know, you know how you go yeah. in, a, in, a, in a group of a, a pack of wolves and lions, right? And they well, got no, real shit. Fact, real it shit. was dark. That's why when that when when Kiki got killed and all of that other stuff started coming out about and you know and the, and the whole St. John's thing split up. I was like, yo, you know, they're the ones who brought. The, um, the violence to the city with the polo stuff. They're the ones that if you try to stop them at the door, you was gonna get you was getting finished. Concussion. Well, they was what the ones that was beefing with. They was the ones that was beefing with FAP at that time. Okay, that's, that's when the yeah. niggas on FAP be on some shit. If you came through Franklin Avenue, the niggas was taking your shit because them niggas mm-hmm. the St. John's ghetto you. That's what they took called St. John's ghetto you them right from Utica yeah. to St. John's. All them boys over there. Right under the fucking the 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 carpet store, used to have it popping, right? And, popping. and then you had another crew. So then you got Ralphie's kids from out the nineties. That's a different thing. Yep, and all right? those are gunmen. Those are all shooters. These all shooters. Those all drug dealing. They holding bricks and all that. Then you got steam team niggas from the Ville and from Crown Heights, right? Like in the bush, in the bush, that bush. Those were. Those were they were coming from well to do families. They were right, coming out of houses and stuff. That was a, about yeah. the forties and all of that, right? Caribbean households that had money. So you got all this. So now understanding that there's these little subsidiaries and these little societies within a society, right? And you got to be in the know. And so people be all upset about the Illuminati, but the Illuminati is just pretty much is just saying that you don't belong. That there's a group of motherfuckers that's doing some shit and you don't belong. So you better make your Back. own shit. <laughs> niggas be getting all the Illuminati yeah, because the niggas done got together and figured out like minded motherfuckers that was willing to do the same thing for what they wanted, they all got together. You feel me? And that's just the same thing with that whole shit like you're talking about with the booster shit. I remember being at 42nd Street or being on fucking, um, what's you call it, on Lexington and meeting <laughs> up with other niggas. Niggas like, yo, y'all niggas going in the low mansion? Niggas like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, yo, fuck that. So we're going to get mobbed up and we're going to run up in You feel me? Because yeah, we all got the same goal. Y'all, y'all never seen anything like that in none of your movies. None of your blockbusters, none of your music yeah. video. You ain't see this demonstration yet. Nah, that, they niggas have never the seen. Books. They don't. They don't understand. Yeah, they're 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 coming from different places. <laughs> yeah, niggas coming from different places, and you running into the niggas. I, 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 like, listen, I'm an all city dude, so I know niggas from all over the place. So I know niggas that from Queens that be on some boosting shit. Them toys. So-